Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. You have to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do dig that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you, CM Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Andy, and joining me is my co-host, man, my plural, my team be back for the second week in a row, and that's not Deion Sands for primetime. What's up, y'all? It's me. It's Mr. P-R-I-M-U. And also, my main man, the, the man, the riff, myth, the reality, the revolutionary, Q-Flow, Flow, the rookie. What's going on, man? Listen, we about to rip WWE a new one. Yeah, we, we got to. We got to on this episode. We skipping the pleasantries today. Y'all getting full attitude. Y'all want the attitude era? It's the closest y'all finna get. Because y'all not getting on Peacock. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, we about to get there. But first off, when you're listening to this, happy Easter, everybody. You know, for those who celebrate Easter or those who, you know, in the black community, Resurrection Sunday. Resurrection Sunday. Yeah, uh-huh. So uh, make sure, you know, uh, teach your kids, you know, uh, eat your ham or eat, eat your food. And, you know, all families got to sit there and watch Ten Commandments again. So, you know, make yeah. sure y'all uh, enjoy your Easter with your family, you know. Please j- we're j- having just pork take a tomorrow. Huh? I said we're having pork loin. Oh. I said, okay, Ooh. we having pork again in my mom's house? Okay. Hot day. First of all, I know you eat pork. Wait, actually, you ate I, lo- I about to say, love pork. It's everybody else who doesn't eat hold, pork. I, 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 I had to stop myself because you do eat my ribs. I love pork. Yeah. I, f- I forgot all about that. You you do eat the ribs, so I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, you eat Which pork. I have in a minute. Uh, I haven't in a while, but yeah. I'm about to say, I'm about to say you that. I'm about to send you down some of my ribs, bro. Oh yeah. So, I haven't had nothing like that in a while. Probably like them ribs ain't gonna make it. <laughs> he said them ribs ain't gonna make it. Them ribs ain't gonna make it. <laughs> they damn sure Not they they damn sure know. Not if I catch them, they ain't making it. Because between b- between Q and Swag, I'm just like, damn man, that's just the one pot. I got I got put some more in. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so go out there. That's that's, that's all the positive y'all getting. <laughs> man, we about to turn up. So y- 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 y'all go out there and enjoy all that stuff. Uh, before we before we get into a lot of stuff that we gotta talk about today, uh, make sure you guys go check out spaciesfully.com. 
Facebook.com uh, to help support the Black Podcast is here in Philly. Make sure you guys check out the concert they have the Lulu and Pop Plus One, Lulu and Pop Horror Show, both sides of the Market Dark Show. Check out the Nerd Coalition's content on there as well for the No Gimmick Seated Wrestling Podcast, the Nerd Gas and Talk Podcast, which will be coming up a little bit late this weekend, but you guys got to stay tuned for that because we're going to talk about going to see uh, Godzilla vs. Kong spoilers. We're going to be talking about the Space Jam 2 Black Widow final trailer, Suicide Squad trailer too. Trailers was just dropping this weekend because they didn't give a fuck. Dang, I didn't know there was more trailers there. Okay. Really? I gotta catch up. Yeah. Oh, no, no. They released the Black Widow final trailer and they released the uh, trailer two in a week for Suicide Squad. Yeah, that's wild. I gotta, I, yeah, I gotta check that out. I was just like, <laughs> yo, they not playing no games. And of course, you know, they, they uh, Invincible Episode 4 dropped also. Oh my goodness! I got to catch up. Exactly. I didn't know. I don't know when that ep- when the weekly drops be hitting. Thursdays now they say. I thought it was Friday, but they say Thursdays. Okay. So episode episode four is up there. So check out all that great stuff, bro. Because we're gonna be getting all into that and in on Nerdgas with Talk podcast. Uh, check out uh, also Lady Sketches Hip uh, Turntables Hip Hop Culture and Beyond. Yo, prayers out there to DMX. I know he not they're doing too mm-hmm. good right now. They said, I don't know what he's doing better. He's doing better. Yeah, he's breathing on his own. They said that was a lie. Because yeah, so I was saying because his lawyer oh, came really? out. His lawyer came out and said that was a lie. He's still in the machine. Because I, I just say it's been going up and down with DMX all day today. So I was like, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, no, yeah, prayers up then because I don't know what's going on. Yeah, so I, 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 I don't said know. his lawyer. Yeah, it said his lawyer was the one who said he was fine. <laughs> I like I said so. I, I don't know, but we're gonna keep. DMX in our prayers and also check out uh, Drunk Thoughts Over Tongues and Balls Downs Podcast I know the most recent Balls Downs we gotta talk about a lot of things going on in there especially with Kevin Durant and Michael Ravenport and all that other crap that's going on with that stuff so mm-hmm. you know uh, check all make sure you guys check all that uh, that great content out also check us out on all the podcast uh, apps that you can uh, we're on Google Podcasts Apple Podcasts Spotify iHeartRadio, Stitcher, all that great stuff. If you like listen to the snippets that I put up on during the week, check out that uh, on YouTube Premium, which I think you know uh, is free uh, for a, a seven day trial, and you got to pay I think nine ninety nine, four ninety nine. Not necessarily sure which one it is. I think it's one different for music and videos. Make sure you guys check out every single Friday the Prime Nostalgia Podcast. Prime, who'd you have on this past Friday? Uh, this week we just talked about D two. Oh, uh, the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Oh, they got that series out now. How's that series? Uh, I it's only two episodes out, so you can't really tell just yet. But um, we talked about D two and uh, yeah, we'll we had a little tournament five. last week too. So that was good. Man, that rigged ass tournament. How is it rigged? <laughs> How was it rigged when people voted on it? Yeah, like ninety people vote every day. It oh. was coming down to all that or Keenan and Kel. Y'all might as well have just saved time and said which show is better. <laughs> well, y'all uh, people the one that voted for it. I had no say so. Hold on, I'm quick. I, I I missed I missed the you know the uh, the championship round. Who won between Keenan and Kel was, and all that? All that one. All that. All right. But all that one. It was like fifty people to like two. Or like three, yo. I'm sorry, man. Look, I I, I love Keenan Kel. I was just like, but all that win that for me though. Kel is more tolerable than all that than he is with Keenan Kel. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh huh. So yeah, make sure you check out that. Also, the prime uh 
uh, private conversations as well. And then don't forget about my main man Q Flow over there doing this thing in the music game. You guys can check out the war drum that he still got. I go go to our website, check that out. But but Q Flow, you know, what I'm saying you know you you you've been doing this thing for a while. What, what, what's what's the update? What's on the horizon? Uh, nothing yet. Um, you know, still support the uh, the flow show, the virtual concert. Um, we got some we got some new songs coming out for y'all soon. But that's that's really about it. Like, I just been like I've been so busy upgrading my studio equipment. That's good. That, uh, I haven't had time to like really get no uh, new joints ready. Okay, but we no, working. I, no, I feel you know, man. You know, say slow steady wins the race. So. Make sure you guys check that out. You guys can go on our website, therealnerdcoalition.com. Check out the War Drum and check out, uh, you can go to uh, Teespring slash The Real Nerd Coalition and check out our merch. You guys can get the NC Studios hoodie. We're going to update our merch also because there's a couple of ideas that I had. I'm like, yo, I'm thinking we, we got to, I want to update uh, the merch, especially uh, put some social conscious merch out there also, uh, especially for us nerds out there. So I'm going to make sure, you know, we go ahead and, and we follow through with that. Once they go talk to swag and stuff like that, so yeah, make sure you guys go go out there buy the merch that we got up there now. Go up, up support us and support the channel and Q Flow stuff and Prime Time stuff all day. We all one big family. We all one big team. So speaking of teams and family that you know always get ruffled, so we are now in the thick of things. We're in WrestleMania week, y'all. After started Monday, we in WrestleMania week, full fledged all the way. So. What does that mean? We got a whole week of stuff. We got two nights of stand deliver. We got the uh, the Hall of Fame on Tuesday, and we got Raw on Monday. Then we got the special WrestleMania SmackDown on Friday. Then we got two nights of WrestleMania. So it's a full week full of wrestling here. Some that's gonna be good, some gonna be bad. Don't forget, AEW still gotta go to come on also on Wednesday. That's not gonna change, but. Uh, make sure you guys uh check all that stuff out because I plan on like I said, uh, my main man Q Flow took off, so we gonna definitely go live for the WrestleMania. I'm trying to make this the biggest live stream we had. I told you my goal was to try to get between twenty to fifty people. So for for everybody, Sheesh. I know. I told you I said I want to promote this thing so we can do this, and you know y'all gotta tell everybody to come just jump in the live so we can get this thing started. You know, and then like All I said, right. yeah, I know. I and like I said, I plan on trying to do my best to go live for NXT Stand Deliver. So WrestleMania week has always been a busy week since I started this channel. Uh, well, this is the newer channel, but since I've been doing this stuff on YouTube since 2015, WrestleMania week has always been. The busiest week for wrestling fans. So, we got two... Since WrestleMania is going to be starting next Saturday for two days, we're going to do both our predictions right now. We're going to do the NXT stand deliver predictions, and then we're going to do the WrestleMania uh, uh, 37 predictions. 37. Yeah, 37 oh, yeah. predictions. Then we're going to get into some of the things that uh, happened on Raw. And I'm going to tell you all why I did not put a Raw review up for that and a couple other things that has, that's been going on. But right now... Let's just start with NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver, which is coming for Wednesday night and Thursday night. So it's each night's going to be like a TakeOver, five matches per night, because NXT has been doing five matches. So uh, we got night one, April 7th, and night two, April 8th. I have to say, all together, the card looks dope. I'm uh, really excited. I'm really ant for night two. 
So I, I, I mean, even though I, I do believe that not, night one does have the potential to, to, you know, steal the show, but I really am looking forward to night two. So let's get, let's just go right on into it. Let's start with night one. So five matches here. And uh, right, right there, we got Pete Dunn taking on Koshida. This just recently added. This wasn't on this uh, last week, but they finally added for what the go home show of NXT. So we know how prime he, how much he loved uh, Koshida. And uh, we and uh, so we go get Pete Dunn. So Prime, I'm gonna start with you first. Who you got win this one, Koshida or Pete Dunn? I got Pete Dunn. Easy, right? Straight up, just Pete Dunn. It's <laughs> just straight up Pete Dunn. Look, I'm not even really mad at you about that. But this is this was obviously one of thrown together type things because he it wasn't. I don't know if they was really uh, rivaling like that, but uh, even still. Uh, it, it, it's, it's more throw together. I thought Pete Dunn was going to be in that gauntlet eliminator, but you know, I was wrong. Uh, Q flow, Pete Dunn or Kushida? Um, I got Pete Dunn simply because I don't know who Kushida is. <laughs> oh yeah, he's the. He's Bruh, a, this man has been winning almost every week since he's been. <laughs> he 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 he's, he's yeah, a Japanese guy who has that whole Back to the Future gimmick. Like he literally comes out like Marty McFly. Oh, oh no 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 no! That's Kona Reeves. Uh, uh dude, you the only one that I ain't ever heard of Kona Reeves since like. <laughs> well, Kona dude. Reeves, he he, because he looked like. You remember? Uh, <laughs> oh God, I would show my age. You remember Jet Li's the one? He looked like one of the Jet Li Yo. clones from the one. <laughs> you is turning back the book right now. <laughs> you just dusting off the shelf. That's the- First That's the all, only reason why I remember him. Kona Reeves is somewhere happy right now that you mentioned his name. Like, you know, it's kind of like, uh, what's that movie? Was it Coco or was it Soul or, or, or Prison of the Frog? I think it was Coco. When, like, you got to stay alive in the afterworld when your family, like, remembers you. And yeah. no, nobody remember Kona Reeves. I forgot all about the name until you just said so. Like, <laughs> damn, where he been? So, oh Lord! Well, but yeah, I'm, no, I, 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 I don't know though. I don't know who Kushida is, but if he's been winning like that, then you know we in for a nice little match. Yeah, I still, I, I, I I'm gonna go with Pete Dunne as well, Prime. Uh, triple threat tag team match for the vacant <laughs> NXT Tag Team Championships because uh, uh, was it? uh Danny Birch went down, so only Logan had to vacate the championship. So right now we have MSK. Yeah, because last time they did that, he just found another partner. But this time we couldn't, so. Yeah. Well, right now we have MSK taking on Grizzle Young Veterans, taking on Legato Del Fantasma. So. Jesus, these team names are killing me. I know. (laughs) Isn't it? I mean, it ain't like like it's Bear Country from AEW because that. Look, side note, AEW next week is having that Godzilla versus Kong tag team match, Jurassic Express versus Bear Country. I said, really? Okay. <laughs> sure. That's funny. Sure. Uh, so, look, I'm going to start off here first. There is no chance in the blue hell that Legato Del Fantasma is winning. I, you, you know how I feel about the Grizzly Young Vets. I like them, but I really think that they go, it's going to MSK. MSK is too exciting. They are too, they're, they're too thorough. I, I I'm enjoying them. I know Prime, me and Prime disagree about that, but I like MSK. I have MSK taking home the cha- the tag team championships here. I just want to say that all these teams right now should not be fighting for the title, but it is what it is. 
But uh, if I had to choose, I I, I would go with Grizzled Young Vets to give it something different. You would take my you would take my like my original pick. But I was like, I gotta go ahead and skate though. How about you, Q Flow? I don't know who any of these guys are. All right, uh, have sorry. you seen the movie The Borat? Hmm. Have you seen the movie The Borat? No, but I know about it. Okay, well, The Borat is basically MSK. It's not. Oh. They're not just Borat, dude. <laughs> so you mean Tim and Dan say very nice? They don't say that every week. De- de- All right, de- hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me clear something up. I know who the Legato del fan them. I know yeah. that one because the dude is one of them, or Santos. yeah, one of them's like. The uh yeah the cruiserweight champ right yeah mm-hmm. all right so I know I know of them but I never seen these people in action so I don't you know I don't have a clear pick yeah MSK I wasn't saying boy boy I mean there is something they say that's from Borak but they're another interracial tag team kind of like Rose Grace tag team Dudley Boys APA you know things like that and they're, yeah. they're, they're yeah, a high fly. Good. High octane. You, you just said, disrespected all them tag teams. You said, <laughs> I'm not saying they banded all them tag teams. You just I, disrespected them by putting their name in there. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> and, and nah, okay. They're the former radical. Was, was, was it the radicals from Impact Wrestling? Yeah, they were the radicals. Yeah. So, if you could just t- 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 take a, a name out the hat, Q, which one would it be, you think? Grizzle Young Vets. Oh, okay. We got a six-man gauntlet eliminator match to determine the number one contender for the NXT North American Championship on night two. So we have a gauntlet match here, which consists of Leon Ruff versus Swer- Isaiah Swerve Scott, Bronson Reed, Cameron Grimes, Dexter Loomis, and L.A. Knight. You know, if L.A. Knight I didn't... Got Dex- I got Dexter Loomis. We just gonna go right out the front door. I got Dexter Loomis. Well, hopefully Dexter Loomis don't do no ricochet bullshit and you know uh, injure his, <laughs> injure his ankle Loomis. again. So we ain't got to have a problem. Finally, with a name that I know, man. I love Dexter Loomis. I got him. Winning. Who, who you got, Brian? Yeah, I got Dexter Loomis because honestly, he's the only one Johnny has been in the field with for the past like three months. So I say Dexter Loomis. I, I was thinking Swerve. I was really thinking Swerve on this one because he Swerve got, has been doing nothing. He, he just turned heel. He just beating down Leon Ruff. Oh. It ain't gonna be Leon Ruff, obviously. Yeah, and, Swerve, and, so you so it's gonna be a heel versus heel. I, I, let me finish. I'm about to say no. Most likely not. Yeah, I, I was I was going to pick L.A. Knight, but he just he just lost the other night, and I was like, damn. Well, so much of because him and Bronson Reed got a thing going on, and. I know you don't like Cameron Grimes, so uh, I, I may have to go with the Dex, with Dexter Loomis also. So I got Dexter, Dexter Loomis uh, winning it. I don't have him coming out first though. I, I, I don't think he's. Well, no, the, the, he's the, uh, they already got the numbers of wh- whoever that was the last eliminated was the that's the order. Oh, right, so do, do you have the order book? I don't. I don't have the order. Uh, I can pull it up. You pull pull up for because but L.A. Knight comes in last. Why am I not surprised? Because he he won the the, the battle royal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Uh, next up, a singles match for the NXT UK Championship. This should be a good one. Walter 
taking on Tommaso Ciampa. Oh, that's fire. Yeah, so uh, he's been the longest reigning UK champion, and he, he has started a rivalry with Tommaso Ciampa. So she says Timothy Thatcher is uh, taking out, and I'm like, oh, this, this is going to be a, a good <clears throat> heavy hitter one. So go ahead, Prata, state your case. Now I was gonna say I got the list if you wanted me to bring it up or not. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Go ahead, give me the list. Number one coming out. Number one and two is Leon Ruff and Swerve. I'm not shocked. Number, <laughs> number three is Bronson Reed. Number four is Cameron Grimes. Five is Dexter Loomis and six is L.A. Knight. Oh, okay, it had the order right. Yeah, yeah, Dexter Loomis should probably win that one. All right, so we got Walter taking on, and this is for the, the United King. Uh, this is for the UK Championship also. So this mm-hmm. ain't, this ain't just, just a problem he's coming out there with. So uh, somebody is getting chopped really hard in this matchup. But Chopper, you know what I'm saying, he, he's, he's not going to go down without a fight. So, Prime, Walter or Chopper? Walter, no question. Mm. Do you think Chopper cares about this man? I don't know. You see, the way that he been, yeah. I don't, I don't, the way that he been looking, I don't think he care about nothing. Uh, I, 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 I'm not liking the hair. It just makes him look older than what he is. I was like, I, it makes him just look older and more frail. Like, I'll beat up an old man sometimes. He has hair. Like he don't care. Yeah, oh, yeah, Chopper got uh, his hair cute, but it ain't just regular hair. He got, like, Sherman Helmsley hair. Ooh. It, like, <laughs> it's just, like, thick on the sides, and there's just bald from, like, the back all the way to the front. Like, And then it's all gray. And, and it's all grayish, and I was yeah. like, he looks like an older guy. He looks like an old man. And like when he tell you, like you, you, you just see him in action getting beat up, like somebody stomping at an old man. Oh God! <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have Walter. He's the longest reigning uh, UK champ. He beat Pete Pete Dunne's reign, and uh, I just don't think Chomp was gonna be the one to do it because that means Chomp would have to be going to the UK and all that. I, he ain't doing all that. So yeah, uh, until they find somebody worthy, I don't think they got nobody really worthy of beating Walter right now, or nobody that they built up at the moment. So I, I, I see Walter holding this for a long time still. How about you, Q Fluff? Oh, I got Walter for 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 those exact reasons. Uh, uh, Tommaso not traveling over to UK, man. Yeah, I, I I agree. I just wanted to hear what y'all got had to say. Yeah, y'all had a different point than I did, but yeah. I'm picking Walter. There's no point in taking the title off him right now, especially since he just came back. But some, but you need somebody that's going to give him a good match, and that will be Chopper. And they made teases. Like, because Chopper is really good at having those matches where you you, you almost feel like he could pull it off. But, uh, so. Next match. Uh, oh, by the way. Uh-huh. I think Thatcher is going to do something to Chopper and, and uh, go and join Imperium. Oh, Ooh. that's actually a, I I didn't even think of a, a pair that that may be dope because I don't mind Timothy that he but kind of belongs over there. I don't kind of well, mind. he's the original. It was it, originally it was him, Walter, and uh, Marcel Bartel. Oh, and, and and I said the Wolf was one that replaced him, right? Well, no, in the Indies it was. In, oh, in the Indies, okay. It was them three, and then when they came over, it was Marcel, Fabian Eichner, and Walter, and then. They added Alexander Wolf. Yeah, what happened to Wolf now? He's in the UK. I mean, he came back. Yeah, what I'm saying, but I, I, he probably get get written out. But you know what? 
I didn't even think of that. That's 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 a good uh, observation. Uh, NXT Women's Championship matchup: Io Shirai taking on Raquel Gonzalez with Dakota Kai. You know, if you see him last week, Dakota Kai had them plastic Paul Abdul pants on. What's what's everybody trying to wear plastic and try to be like Seth Rollins, man? Okay, you know what I'm saying? I don't understand. Let let Seth Rollins be Seth Rollins. So, uh. Does Raquel Gonzalez finally take home the NXT Women's Championship, or does Io Shirai retain? Q Flow, I'm gonna start with you. You already know where I'm going. You already know where I'm going. My baby Io, man, she's not losing that belt. Neither to Raquel. Nope. Like I said, because she has she has a book. very nicely, so we we have to see what happens. What about you, Prime? Io not she gonna lose that belt. Ember Moon and them gonna lose them titles, and Io gonna lose it to Ember Moon. Oh, oh okay. you know apparently what? she's been smoking tonight. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got Raquel Gonzalez because ever since November, we've been saying she's gonna be Io for the title. You don't just. Out of all the people that was in that match in War Games, you don't just randomly pick Raquel Gonzalez to pin the champ. So, uh, yeah, somewhat of a long-term story telling uh, aspect. I'm going to go with uh, Gonzalez. I would have said your answer going with Raquel Gonzalez, and because the way they've been booked her, she actually pinned Io in the War Games matchup, and uh, she has been booked very, very dominant. Mm-hmm. But two things happened on uh, NXT that made me probably think otherwise. And that's one of them is uh, I forgot who that new girl that uh, just came to NXT that she was going up against. Zoe Starks? Yeah, Zoe Starks. She literally hit one move of offense on her to win the matchup. And that was the, the one on Powerbomb, which they illustrated how strong that move is. However, she was getting worked on like Mega Godzilla was working on Godzilla, okay? And <laughs> it stomped him out, and that's how it was. That's how it was working. But then, you, you know my method. You look strong on television because she beat Eo up, and I'm like, yeah, I I, I understand Raquel Gonzalez, but I'm like, but I would I wouldn't be surprised if Eo pull a fast one and uh, sneak the win here. All right, I got another question then. Okay. If EO wins, then who's going to be next? They haven't built nobody up. They have not built anybody up, but see, where Q was saying they're going to drop the belts and then Ember going to get that shot, I disagree with him on that because I think that Candace may. Because Candace always talks about she never had no belts. Nah, not not Candace either. You don't think Candace? Nah. Only uh, why I said they're going to drop them belts is because, like, Shazi Blackheart don't be like she. I, this is the first time I'm seeing her even winning something. So I just figured. Nah, she was on the runner. She was like supposed to be fighting for the actual title, but you know. Oh really? Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you're right. They don't have any. They, at the, at the moment, they do not have any women built up necessarily for uh, Io Shirai to face or anything like that. And, and Q, they got to do a lot to build up Ember. They want her to fight for the title because she. Has been apparently not the way. Oh, whatever. But I, I, I was to say the problem with Ember is Ember been losing. Like she has lost almost oh, all really? of her. Huh? 
Oh, really? I've been getting on the wrong woman then. She's been losing all of her matches until she teamed up with uh, Shazi Blackheart, and then they won as a team. But before then, she she lost to Raquel. She lost to Candice. She lost to um, Tony Storm. She lost. She, 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 since coming back, she won one match. And I'm like, yeah. That's like she in the team. I'm happy she's in the team and she's doing cool within the team. But like Prime was saying, like she, if you if you make her go back to being a singles uh, woman, you you gotta build her back up again because she li- literally she's like she must be the girl that's here to help get everybody else over because she's been losing. Mm-hmm. Okay, see, yeah, I know that. All right. I mean, she's still my little thickness, but she uh, thickness been losing. So, but for some reason. I, I I with you, Prime, and I'm like, okay, Raquel Gonzalez could win it, but for some reason, I don't know. I still think it's gonna pull a fast one with the Io Shirai thing, and Io Shirai may do something because honestly, you could build up Zia Lee, which they already been doing. But to win the title, though, I, I mean, if you give it another two months, like oh, she has. Okay. Like, like she's been dominating, obviously, with the whole gimmick well, and everything. And you can have the well, first battle well, of Japanese versus Chinese. Let's let's, <coughs> let's not let's take battle into consideration. She's only being beating up two people, destroying those same two people. I well, I mean, before two people can't, she just beat up jobbers. But I'm like, but now <laughs> if she right, can, too, she beat up the same two people every week. It's like <laughs> it's cool. It's like right, come on now. Well, I'm like, if you build, if you build up for like two more months, and then she actually goes, like you know, gets past Caden Carter, and then she goes and and goes against people like Shazi or or Ember or Candace or something like that. She and she get picks some wins up. Then yeah, you can do the whole battle of Japanese taking on Chinese. Like that would be a good uh, selling point in itself. I think they might be building the other the other uh, woman for that. Who? What was she working for? Oh yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know who her, but, she, but, she, but yeah, we know about her. All right, so that was night one. Now let's go into night two. So uh, we were just talking about it. So tag team match for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships: Ember Moon and Shashi Blackheart taking on the Way, Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. So I'll start off here. They. What I like to see Candice and Indy Hartwell with, with the belts, obviously, but I, I I don't or I don't know. They did play hot potato with the belts a lot, so uh, <laughs> it, the first night they brought out the belts. Uh, you, you know what? I, you know what? I changed my pick. I'm gonna pick the way. I'm gonna I'm pick the, the way, way to uh, to win them belts because I have a feeling Dexter Lewis is gonna win that belt. Against Johnny later on, and there's no way the way is losing. He gonna he gonna lose the championship, and then Candice I'm gonna lose. I think mean, Candice, she's been doing a lot, and she has, like I said, no championships or nothing like that under her name. But I think this one can, uh, her Indy Harbor can be good as a tag team champion. So I don't pick the way. Okay, I'm picking, I'm picking the way too. You, you see, picking the way also for, for both of y'all. Yeah. Okay. All right, uh, okay, I'm gonna say that matchup. Uh, Johnny Gargano taking on the winner of the Gauntlet Eliminator, which we we all said was going to be Dexter Loomis. So does does your boy Johnny G, Johnny Wrestling, Johnny NXT, all what you want to call, 
Does he retain his North American Championship against Dexter Loomis, or does Dexter Loomis become the new North American Champion? Q-Flow, let me know. Come on, man. You already... Come on. What are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> I, you what know, I never know. I thought... What are we doing? I thought maybe your, maybe your feelings for uh, Johnny Gargano could have changed. If Dexter Loomis wins that thing, what? Because I'm picking Dexter Loomis over anybody, honestly. Uh-huh. Johnny Gargano about to lose. <laughs> he about to lose. Oh, you, it's going to be a happy day. It's going to be a happy day for you, is it? Hell yeah. All right, uh, prime time, who do you have? Just to be a thorn, I'm gonna say Gargano. <laughs> I should do the same thing. I will be a thorn too. Johnny wrestler win this matchup. I just want to be a thorn in Q-Flow's side. So just in case he, right. he, he do win, he can throw it all in our face. Like I told y'all, I told y'all. So mm-hmm. I, I'm cool. I, I'm cool. I'm, I'm ready to <laughs> ready to the heat. So now we're going to determine who is going to be the undisputed NXT Cruiserweight Championship is in 1994 all over again. We have Jordan Devlin, the NXT Cruiserweight Champion, taking on Santos Escobar, the interim NXT Cruiserweight Champion. A lot of people, a lot of people forgot that Jordan Devlin was the original NXT Champion and then COVID hit and he, he was not allowed to come back to the States. So we had to get another Cruiserweight Champion and that's where Santos Escobar comes in there. But then he comes back kind of like Shawn Michaels did in 1994 and said, hold on, I'm the real Cruiserweight Champion. And, and what better than Shawn Michaels to say, oh, don't worry, I know how to handle this, and throws a ladder into the ring, and we'll get a ladder match between these two. This draw should be fire. This ladder match should be fire. So, who is going to be the all-true Cruiserweight Champion? I'll start off first. I am picking Jordan Devlin is going to uh, come back, reclaim his crown, and become uh, the Cruiserweight Champion. And it's going to be a dope ladder match. I think it's going to be the best ladder match in NXT history. Because they did have one between Bo Dallas and Neville that was a pretty... You must be one-on-one, right? One-on-one. I'm talking one-on-one. Oh, hold on, cause, because the, the tag team, that, that DIY and AOP one was dope. I, th- I was talking about the uh, New Orleans one. You talking about the what? what which one? New Orleans. I thought, oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, 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 for the record championship? Yeah. Yes. Yes, That, that that's probably the best ladder match NXT has done. But for one-on-one ladder match, I think this has the potential to be the best one-on-one ladder match that they, they ever did before. And like I said, we, don't, we, we rarely get to see one-on-one ladder matches anymore. But uh, I, I, think, I think it's cool that we can. So... Uh, Prime, who who's going to take this, Jordan Devlin, or is it going to be San Francisco Bar? I'm going to say Devlin. I, I feel like um, Santos Escobar, his faction is going to break up. They, oh, my. We're we, we breaking up another faction that we don't. Is it the wrong with Legato Del Fantasma? I mean, I just feel like something's going to happen. I mean, it, it, they all got destroyed by Canyon Cross at the, in, in one week. I don't know. I just feel like. Something that's brilliant. Yeah, like they got like Sing Brothers destroyed. Ah, shit, they got Sing Brothers destroyed. So yeah, well, I feel you on that. Q Flow, how about you? Who you did, Jordan Devlin uh, or Santos Escobar? 
I think Devlin might might get it back. They wouldn't waste the would they well it's also it's WWE. Would they waste a return? Yes. <laughs> uh how many times we had to ask ourselves that question? <laughs> yeah, right. Dan Matha. That's how I'm tired. So talk about wasting the the chestless man. Yeah, Stone Cold out here. Never mind. Uh yeah, I, I think Jordan Devlin might take it back. Okay. I still think it's gonna be a great ladder match. Now it's time for the two main events. The unsanctioned match. We've seen a lot of great unsanctioned matches. And this one should be no different. Adam Cole taking on Kyle O'Reilly. Listen, I used to watch first of all, y'all know I was a big fan of Ring of Honor, but when Chubbs used to take me to the live shows and then we see like like the final battle, Kyle O'Reilly mm-hmm. and Adam Cole have had some great, not good, great hardcore brawls. And check out the one from him and Kyle O'Reilly. It was a final battle of Ring of Honor from, I want to say, 20... Was it the end of 2018 uh, or 17 uh, Prime? Do you remember? Uh, I don't remember. Okay. But that was dope. So they they have great chemistry. And having to be an unsanctioned match, you know this match going to get crazy. And who needs... Oh, God, I wish Kyle Riley would win this matchup, but you know it's going to be Adam Cole. And... I, I, don't, I don't know. know. I, I feel like Cole about to get packed out. They all about to jump his ass. You know, that would That's be... That's how I feel. You know, you're right, though, because I don't know where Bobby Fischer that he stayed injured somewhere. And Roderick Strong just lost on NXT. You know what? That little that little interruption right there may have said it because I, I think I'm gonna pick go I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Kyle O'Reilly here, and, and, and they get their revenge on Cole. But it sh- it should be uh it's, I think because I think Triple H is gonna let them bleed. I think Triple H is gonna let them go out there and do their thing. So especially after seeing Adam Cole's girlfriend, you know, have that kind of match he did with with Thunder Rosa, that unsanctioned match that she had. That was a dope match. For the women on AEW, so I could definitely add a call back. Hold on, I'm gonna show you. I could definitely see like a Panama sunrise in the thumbtacks. Mm. I could see that. I have um, Kyle Raleigh winning, and uh, might be Adam Cole's last match on the next two. I can see, I can see Will Regal coming out and giving them the brass nuts and kicking them out of NXT. Wow. Cause he did, he did punch Will Regal for no reason. Oh, he did. Oh yeah, he's yeah. leaving. So leaving. Yeah, we, 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 we see said, that's what I'm saying. Cole getting packed out. He getting jumped, man. So he's getting jumped. So Adam Cole goes to the main roster. Unfortunately, unfortunately, he don't go there to die. But you know, yeah, it's like the Cleveland Browns, where quarterbacks go to die. So who you? So who you got queued for? Kyle Riley. I got Kyle O'Reilly, yeah. Prime, would you agree? And it'll be it'll be a good way to spark his singles. Well, yeah, if he has a singles career, yeah, he what a should. good way to spark it. Would you agree, Prime, that this is going this, this has potential to be match of the night or one of the greatest you know unsanctioned matches that we've seen? Yeah, it has good potential. It has Adam Cole in it, <laughs> so yeah, it's got a good chance. 
Colorado. And Colorado, but I'm saying like mostly the Adam like Adam Cole is like AJ Styles. Like he can make almost any match with anybody, even a broom good. So I mean like, yeah. I, I think he's I one agree. of the better matches. Yeah. And time for uh, their main event for the NXT Championship, Finn Balor taking on Karrion Cross. I'm telling you right now, Karrion Cross ain't never lost the NXT Championship, and there ain't no reason why he gonna lose this matchup. Uh, Finn Balor, you was doing good. It's fine, but your time has come. Clock it, clock out. Take your ticket, clock out because it's gonna be Karrion Cross. He's gonna be the one carrying it. You can chase all you want to. It's it's it's, it's been real. It's been fine, but it's going to Karrion <laughs> Cross hands down. Your thoughts? Yeah, I say cross. I can I can agree with that. Yeah, like I said like football was good. He got his he got his little run in there, but Karen Cross ain't never mm-hmm. lost it. So uh, he gonna come back in there and, and he, he's gonna do his run that he's he's earned. And like I said, I don't know uh, who gonna come after him, but uh, it's gonna it's gonna be a dope run. Yeah, I can only imagine. What his interest interest is going to look like for this yeah, stand, right. for the stand deliver. All right, be folk in here, right? Oh, first off, guys, that was our NXT predictions. So you guys can uh, make sure you can post. You, you can if you look, listen to on YouTube, you can post your predictions down in the comments or something like that. But um, we about to move on to our other predictions. But first off, did you see that link that Prime sent us? About Hogan. Uh, yeah, but break it down because I don't remember it. The one where he he came up with the name, the original <laughs> Triple H. This man said, oh, "I wanted yeah. to be Triple H." I, Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Back in nineteen ninety, WrestleMania six. I had the idea first, brother. He said he he, he, he was he was talking about how. WrestleMania 6, that how he was going to go Hollywood Hulk Hogan mm-hmm. in 1990. Okay. Even Corey Graves mm-hmm. is like, all the way back then, huh? And he said, yeah, after the Warrior had the title, I was going to look back at him with, 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 with a snarl like her. And I was just going to trash him, man. And that was going to beat him down. And then I was going to turn it right there to Triple H. The real Triple H, Hollywood Hulk Hogan. And I was like, oh, God. First when, of all, when does he ever get tired? First of all, when they told him about Hollywood Hulk Hogan, he said no the first time. It, first of all, it, it, here's the thing. 1990, when Hogan was still at the top, you think Hogan in 1990 is going to turn heel to become Hollywood Hulk Hogan in 1990 where y'all couldn't even get a, a, a police officer or a prison guard over in 1990? And you're talking about Hollywood Hulk Hogan? Like, it, it, no, he was like the one-man gang. And it's like, no, they don't need that. And at that yeah, time, like... in 1990, first of all, what made the NWO and Hollywood Hulk Hogan cool is because Kevin Ash said in the interview, they took the West Coast hip-hop style look from uh, NWA and stuff and implemented it in the character. Like, remember, Kevin Ash was wearing the Tupac bandana. That was Scott Hall. So was Kevin. Oh, I, th- I just remember Scott Hall wearing it backwards because he had, he had his hair down. I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't know why I don't remember Kevin Nash Randy for some reason. 
Kevin Nash, right, had, yeah. especially in the Wolfpack, Kevin Nash was FUBU everything in the Wolfpack. So, <laughs> <laughs> he was FUBU everything in the Wolfpack. So, uh, Big Kev in the medium-sized main, uh, Scott Hawk, it, that's what implemented the character. There was nobody hard in 1990. I mean, NWA came in 88, but Hogan wasn't doing no NWA looking stuff in 1990. Please, I said, he would send me this clip. Yeah, but it's like, why does every time somebody celebrate, he has to be in the mix somehow? Why can't they just celebrate? Exactly. He he gets 20 minutes to celebrate, do all the arm things, do all his little celebrations, but yet every time somebody else wins over him, he has to either be complaining to the ref or he has to be like, he cheated, or he has to attack them. Like, they can't just never celebrate or have a win. Or, exactly. And, and first not, of all, it, he kicked out at three in the Warrior match. But, yeah, I'm like, it's either he going to come in and beat them up, he going to come in and raise their hand so they can't have their moment by themselves, or he's going to leave and bite, do the John Cena thing if he's just standing at the ground. So, like, he never gave nobody, like, a fair win. Not at I all. Like, like their fair chance to shine. Not at all. So I don't know what he was talking about. Remember, he was the same guy that helped George Foreman come up with the with the grill brother. You heard that story. He's the same guy that had the, the uh, password. Say it loud. <laughs> Remember, Free Jays Brown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but and, anyway, guys, it's time to go over to the show shows. Uh, what is really coming this weekend? That is WrestleMania 37. And before we get into that, can we just go over the Hall of Fame real quick? Sure. Let's go over, you know, that's good. Let's go over the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, let, me put, let me pull this up right now because uh, we got a new entrance in, into the Hall of Fame this year. After we've seen, uh, it has been confirmed. First of all, they already did so it's going to be the class of 2020 being done to end 2021. I found out that Titus won the Warrior War for 2020. They gave it to him. Sure so I'm did. like, this kid, it'll still be a possible. Oh, see, I thought he was just the host. That's why he was up there. No, no, he got. <laughs> I was like, why is Titus there? Uh, yeah, uh, no, he, he got the Warrior Award. So. So there is still good, a possible. Like... There's still a possibility that. I mean, what did they probably record already? So I don't know if they will give it to Shad or not. So, I mean, I don't mind him doing doing the. Um, first of all, why they can't do this last year? They did the same amount of people in every year as it was last year. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, I mean, the Hall of Fame classes are okay, except for you know the one glaring uh, situation. Which is what the great Kali. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean I think they're cool. It just it just feels rushed to where it's like, who can we call that can come here immediately? And of course Kane and Great Kali and Bali Holly. Say yeah, we can do this. Sure. Because, we can fly know, out today. Sean Waltman kinda of snuck his way into becoming a two time Hall of Famer. He's in the best you know, he's in the he's a Pivotal member in the best two groups of all time. Of you already all know. time, yes. You already I, know he's not getting. A, he probably not getting one by himself. So <laughs> sneaking in. Might as well. So, well, first off, for the class twenty twenty one, we we right now we have Molly Holly, Eric Bischoff, Kane, 
the great Khali and Rob Van Dam. And now they just added a celebrity inductee in Ozzy Osbourne. That's so so is it not William Shatner no more? No, William Shatner apparently got put in for 2020. Oh, wow. This man said, look, I'm 90 years old and it's 2021. Can I please stay home? <laughs> no, no, no. He said, I am 90 years old. <laughs> And, I, and I, I'm sitting there like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Now, obviously, they taped this Hall of Fame induction already, but uh, it's not going to air until Tuesday, so we don't know who inducted who or whoever the case may be. But but the news of Ozzy Osbourne uh, is the newest member of... Uh, what did Ozzy Osbourne do other than perform one time? Yeah, uh, bro, I'm, I'm about to try to figure, figure that out right now. Hey, if that's the case, can we get Jagged Edge in the Hall of Fame, please, for that one episode? Yo, that's never going to happen. I, as much as I, as uh, much as I want that to happen, they can perform at their own induction ceremony. Come on now. Let's I think get... that could happen though. So, so Ozzy Osbourne can be on that for performing one time, but they can't. And they had one of the best episodes of SmackDown ever. And you tell me they can't. Look now, once again, this has not been. Confirmed yet because I'm on WrestlingNews.com. It has not officially been a, uh, announced yet or confirmed yet because it says a question mark on it. But he had he, he was shown in the latest Hall of Fame commercial hyping it up, obviously, and uh, it's not confirmed. Uh, but um, he appeared at WrestleMania two. He was in the corner for the British Bulldogs their tag team match. With the dream team, and uh, that's all I could think of. I don't know if he sung the national anthem or whatnot, or the case may be. I remember one time in like 2000, it must be 2007, whatever that whatever episode that was where Edge cashed in the money in the bank. Uh-huh. He performed. He performed the song. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna say, I I don't know if they want to put him in because remember, you know his 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 wife got a lot of controversy going on with her right now too. So just real quick, is there like any other celebrities we can think of that that can go in? Because like Bro, honestly, right now, there's plenty of celebrities that done more in the wrestling <laughs> business that can, that that we can think about uh, to go into the Hall of Fame that has had more of a bigger impact to do it and go into the Hall of Fame that that. Ozzy Osbourne. So, you already know they're gonna try to put Gronk in there. Who? Gronk. You already know they're gonna. You already know they're gonna put him in there. He's had That's two Snoop WrestleMania Snoop appearances. Snoop Dogg inducted yet? Huh? Is Snoop get inducted yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got inducted in. Snoop, 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 Snoop got 32. inducted back in 2019. WrestleMania oh, 32. Okay. No, no, not, not was it thirty two? I thought it was thirty three. Yeah, it was thirty two because he came out to his induction with a robe, with a bandana style robe. That's right. And then he had brought that's out Sasha right. to the ring. That that's right. Yeah, he he, he got he, he Stu got inducted into their Hall of Fame. But I mean, like there is Muhammad Ali, even though he's passed away, you get the family to accept it. Tyson, there, you see this who? Tyson already in there. Tyson's already in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tyson is already in there. 2013? No, is it? It could be. Yeah, but Tyson, I don't know. I mean, no, he in there. Though. He he's in there. Uh, 
Aretha Franklin. Why not? No, Shaq. Shaq. Why not? Uh, Regis Philbin. Why not? I don't think he, I don't think they're gonna get that, that many dead people. Well, I, I, here's the thing: they waited so damn late. Everybody's dying. Yeah. Yeah, right. You're right. Did, did, Honestly, I think at this point, if they did, I'm sorry to sound like that, but they, when it comes to celebrities, they did because the only reason they put the celebrities in there is so they they, they can get a job. So they're not gonna try to draw from a dead celebrity. It, exactly, and that's the unfortunate part about it. But once again, when when people when all these people were still alive years ago, and I am not even saying that that many years ago. Did these people die within a matter of two, three years, minus Muhammad Ali? But uh, they could have easily said that they just put a draw for here or do this or do this instead of sitting trying to put people in there that had no business. And I, I don't mind Arnold Schwarzenegger because you know he had an impact on, on the wrestling business, but you know. Drew Caroline, Drew Carey had that, that Rumble, Royal Rumble thing. I was like, okay, that's what they want to put in, fine. But I'm like, yeah, but Muhammad Ali did a lot for in, in the wrestling business, and you know, and just did. Same thing with Aretha Franklin, stuff like that. They, they could use and all these other celebrities. I'm just thinking of like if Ozzy Osbourne. Like I said, I don't even recall what he did. I don't know if he sang anything, whatever the case may be. I'm like, how is not the guy uh, from Motorhead who passed away not in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, he should be in there. Who literally sung all of Triple H's and Evolution's music? And I'm like, Triple H not let that happen. Exactly. He spoke at the man's funeral. He probably want to wait till he go in and say, "Now he's gonna go in." He spoke. He said he spoke at that man's funeral, and I'm like, man, like that. That to me, that that was a shoe in. That was a whole shoe in to be in there, but I guess not. So. When now, now you're sitting there trying to figure out, well, what celebrities did stuff for WWE? Because literally, literally, all the ones that I just mentioned that actually had an impact on there, even from Alex Trebek to Regis Philbin to Aretha Franklin to Muhammad Ali, are all dead. I just told you who. I just told you Gronk. <laughs> Gronk I, and uh, Bad Bunny. But, but here's the thing: How can oh, Gronk- I got one. Lunch money, Lewis. Don't, 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 don't bring him up. I hate that guy. The, uh, the lunch boy. Here's the thing. How in the world would they even consider Gronk when they had LT? LT did more. LT was like, yo, I'm cool. I'm going to get in the ring with Bam Bam Bigelow. And Bam Bam Bigelow was no sneeze back in 95. But yeah, Gronk can't, but Gronk can't fall off a 10th floor, a, a 10 foot balcony onto a mat. Well, look, in his in his case, he did sign on to be a wrestler. And then Tom Brady said, look, we about to do this again. So he said, put wrestling on hold to go win a championship. So, so, so he so, was signed so, on so, as a wrestler. Okay, whatever the case may be. So Gronk comes out there and has a a shitty dance. Like it's, it, you might as well put Levar Ball in the Hall of Fame. Ah, yeah. You might as well put Levar Ball in the Hall of Fame because he came out there and like a complete jackass. He done it. Uh. Yeah, I mean, like that. That that's just completely. And I'm like, look, y'all gotta. I understand it's the Hall of Fame. You don't, people don't really care where the case may be. But y'all, you, you, y'all gotta have some, some kind of 
You know, oh, damn. So somebody text the hard over there? T R I M E. It's, it's, uh, Y'all can hear that? Yes. Yeah. Slap it. I don't even have my thing. Oh. No, no. I mean, it's, it's it's cool. I mean, we we, we got to do what we got to do. But uh, so uh, first of all, the only thing about the Hall of Fame though is I wonder what the great colleagues of Duck's speech going to be like. Thank you, WWE. <laughs> Yo, that's going to be something to remember, and it's going to be something we're going to laugh at. Are we going to do what we usually do every year? And what's Which that? Is? What do we do? Well, me and Prime have reviewed the Hall of Fame ever since 2016. And that has. So you want us to review two of them? So, the, hey, look, the Hall of Fame reviews that we used to do were some of our most viewed wrestling content. They're serious. Every WrestleMania week, you, we, we will review the Hall of Fame, and each time it will get close to, uh, if not over, a thousand views. What, so I'm, that must be the one with Beth Phoenix. There. I remember the one with Beth Phoenix. We had a, it was a, it was a, a funny one. I, I think was it Beth Phoenix or was it the one? No, it was, I think the, it was the one no, with Beth Phoenix. No, no, no. Uh, we 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 had a funny one with 2016 with uh with, with Sting talking about how Ric Flair didn't put him over even at the Hall of Fame, and Jacqueline <laughs> was in that one also. And then 2017, uh, uh we, we we had a decent one. Of course, we had a funny I'm one. I'm here to induct. Sting. Anyways, my daughter Charlotte Flair is yes. <laughs> So, and we had a funny one also when um the guy tried to attack Bret Hart at the Hall of Fame. Oh, oh boy, that one. <laughs> and, and, and that uh, was twenty nineteen. And my man from the revival beating his ass. Damn. Y'all remember that? Laid him out. So uh, that right here. So we had fun. So I'm like, hey, Brian, come on. We got we got to keep the tradition going, bro. But that hillbilly gym, I remember that one. I was oh. at work. God, you probably got off. He was still talking. He was still talking. <sighs> I done knocked out 10 stops. He was still going. I'm like, Jesus. Well, you know something? If it wasn't for my mama, I got to I, I knew mama. he was going to bring up the mama and Mr. T. I knew he was going to bring up the, his, the mama and Mr. T. I knew he was going to bring that joint up. I knew. K came out, he was like, Apparently, I've been talking for too long, and I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, but okay, so let's get into the WrestleMania card now. So, all right, night one, night two, uh, Saturday, Sunday, six matches apiece for each night. I know, probably by Raw or SmackDown. I seriously doubt it by now. I think this is going to be the lockdown card, and. Well, uh, huh? I think they got at least one more match to add. Which way do you think it's going to be? Raw, the, the Women's Tag Team Championship. You know what? I think they, they, they may add that because the Street Profits still don't have a match in this car yet. The Women's Tag Team Championships. Yeah, but I still, I still say, but as of right now, if you're going to have seven on one night, Miles have seven on, 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 on another night also. And well, they're doing, they doing a special, WrestleMania special on SmackDown and, uh, if the street properties ain't fighting for the titles on that, then they not on the show. <laughs> no, you know what? Hold on, hold on. I think they, I think they are. Because yeah, I see them like Ray Dominic. I think it's all the tag teams on there. Oh, I know it's like yeah. Ray Dominic, Tucker. I mean Otis and uh, Chad Gable, Rude and Ziggler, and it might be 
Street Profits. Hold on. Here it is right here. Robert Rude and Dolph Ziggler versus Street Profits versus the Mysterios and versus Alpha Academy. Fatal four-way for the tag titles. SmackDown, right? Yeah. You got one Viking Raider in this Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. I forgot they were even working here. Yo, because Hanson got injured for doing something stupid, and the next thing you know, we ain't seen the Viking Raiders at all. Like, my God, what happened to the tag team division? Uh, let's get into it. Uh, night one. So let's just get the let's get this out of the way. Bad Bunny taking on the Miz. It was supposed to be a tag match, but David Priest is a little injured, and so is John Morrison. So we got the Miz going one on one with Bad Bunny. Q, I'll start with you. I don't see a reason for Bad Bunny to win this, but mm. I feel like at the expense of the Miz. He's going to win this. And it sucks for the Miz, but I mean, it is what it is. Do you think, I mean, like, he'll try to be like a Stephen Amell and be, like, dope? I hope not. <laughs> like, Stephen Amell was doing springboards and shit. I was like, wait a minute. Stephen Amell is athletic. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, bad, but unless you bring our GI, bro. See, that's what I'm saying. Like they're gonna see. I didn't even think of Booker T. Now, now I definitely got Bad Bunny winning. <laughs> you gotta show up and see for, see for the biz. First of all, when you a celebrity at WrestleMania, you you going over. That's how it is. I mean, we we had Cookie and Trish and Morrison beat whoever the fuck that other team was. Lay <laughs> cool and. Uh, and uh... <laughs> Lay cool and somebody exactly. So like Lay cool and Ziggler. Okay, yeah, exactly. So the celebrities always go over. So I definitely had Bad Bunny winning, and uh, he he maybe do some sticky stuff to the Miz, and let us. He not... might not even be in the. Ma- I could just see him like, hey, look, man, Bad Bunny's not a wrestler. I'm injured, but we got somebody, and and it's not even gonna be Booker T song. It's gonna be the the book. It's gonna be the Booker T song, not his intro song. Mm. Nah, yeah, I gotta disagree. I'm about to say, I mean, think I, so? I, I, I think Black Bad Bunny will pull out a cross body or so, but uh, he's been legit. <laughs> he's been training. Oh god, and he's been wanting to do that as, since he was a kid. So I oh, see. you know who I said that? Nicholas Bow Bow Wow. <laughs> oh boy, I've been wanting to wrestle ever since I was a kid. I got my man Rikishi out here training me, man. <sighs> Whatever. I, I do got Bad Bunny winning though. Yeah, I got I got Bad Bunny winning. Even Miss was just the WWE champion. It, uh, ooh, I know. <laughs> but, like, Blake, that was yeah. gone. Uh, tag team match for the Raw Tag Team Championships: The New Day taking on AJ Styles and Almost. We gotta stop calling this man Almost. It's Omas. Omas, excuse <laughs> me. They don't even know what it is. It's like it was Xavier Woods. Kofi and AJ and they're all talking on different names every time in that one segment you know that segment that brother's from, name that, is Omar that, that segment from Monday was bad but good at the same time because I laughed at AJ but I was like this whole AJ segment AJ is hilarious AJ is funny but I was like this whole segment needs to burn to the ground okay because I was like I'm, it's getting old with me but then uh 
Omos, you know, to just wreaked havoc on the New Day and said, we need to play these games. If we just keep our mind focused and win the titles, that's all that, that's, that's all that matters. So I'm like, okay. So, uh, I actually have AJ and Omos, uh, Omos winning the tag team titles. AJ has I never won the tag team titles yet since he's been in the company. He's won Intercontinental Championship. He's won the United States Championship. He's won the WWE Championship. So he he's uh you know had a championship match at WrestleMania. Uh, he's been in the Royal Rumble. He first of all he he never won one yet. And then uh I don't think he he never won Money in the Bank yet. He should have. But uh t- this one should have been the year he should have. But whatever the case may be. <laughs> uh, but he never been a tag team champion before. So I have him and Omos winning, and Omos is going to probably show us something off. This don't hurt the New Day if they lose this matchup. It's the New Day. It's not going to hurt them at all. But you, you want to show off what Omos can do. Omos. So I got Omos and AJ Styles becoming the new Raw Tag Team Champions. Same. I got New Day winning only because... I'll be honest with you. AJ in the tag team, I wanted him to be in a actual tag team, not with somebody that we don't even know can work yet. Like, I just wanted him to be with, like, if it was AJ and, like, Chad Gable or some, or Otis either, I would be okay with it. <laughs> but almost, it's like, we don't know how good or how bad this guy is. And then they end up giving him the titles and then they stuck with him being terrible. Then they're going to lose it, and it was like, oh, this was for nothing. So I say New Day retains. But I I, I don't think you want to make Omar, uh, Omas lose in his first matchup. And I mean, I AJ want... can be the one to lose. I mean, AJ they're can be losing. the one to get picked. But for some reason, I, I definitely got, cause I, I figured, like, the only reason why New, New Day is a champion right now and took off to her business is because they needed some faces to go against these heels. So I'm like, all right, well, like I said, it's not going to hurt the New Day if they lose it. So, uh, but it'll definitely, you know, help elevate uh, Omos and uh, AJ. So, especially as, as well, like sell them more as, as a legit team type thing. So, uh, hell, if Braun Strowman and Nicholas can win it in WrestleMania at 34, right. so it's possible. I mean, like, whatever. Well, yeah, it's just... I guess it's because it's AJ Styles. I want him to have a better tag team. Right? I'm just honest. I'm be honest with you. That's, that's the only reason why. Speaking of Braun Strowman, God, Braun Strowman in the oh my god, what is more annoying, that train sound or the ricochet ping when ricochet comes in when his entrance is? What's more annoying is these uh these pigeons or whatever they are that come out during Matt Riddle's entrance. Oh, you mean the songs of the South? Have you seen him? Have you seen the thing where he get in the ring and do his flip flops and like the pigeons just like? Yes, yeah, like I should say, like songs yeah. of the South. That's uh, that's just. I'm like, yeah, no. All it, right, you know what? <laughs> well, I'll wait till we get to that match, but Matt Riddle aggravates me. So Braun Strowman, oh, welcome McMahon. to the team, then, prom. Yeah, Braun no, Strowman. No, 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 he's been aggravating me, but like. These pa- these segments that he's doing now is like very aggravating. Like he was like, you know, I got a dog named Airbud, and you know, Airbud like the the dog that can play basketball. Like, do you know what I'm talking about, dude? Like, I got a scooter. 
And like, like it's just it's stupid, very stupid. <laughs> we will get the riddle. But speaking of stupid, as Shane, this whole rivalry became because uh, Shane been calling Braun Strowman stupid, and now he looks even more stupid going into this rivalry than before he even started it. And now we're like, the only reason why Shane was back is because so Shane can jump off some shit. But guess what, everybody? Guess what, boys and girls? Since Braun Strowman is so stupid, we got a steal cage match. Who in the blue hell wants to see a steel cage match at WrestleMania? I'll wait. Now, I'm not going to lie. If it was anybody else, I might be on board. Might be on board. No. There was only... Look, let me tell you how popular steel cage matches are at WrestleMania. Can anybody uh, name how many steel cage matches were at WrestleMania? One. One. That one steel cage match was at WrestleMania 2. Hogan versus King Kong Monday. And ever since the cage evolved in 1997, the Hell in the Cell, they don't use... A cage match is a good television topper match. That's not a WrestleMania caliber matchup. Now, when you have matches like TLC and Hell in a Cell and Buried Alive, so those that's not a WrestleMania caliber match. And then on top of that, it's always the same shit. I would have picked the steel cage, so you know your friends can't get can't get involved. You're Braun Strowman. Who gives a shit? And first off, and now, that's still stupid anyway. It's so stupid. You making him look stupider in the rivalry when you're supposed to make him look smarter. And on top of all that shit, y'all got two people who are not the greatest of wrestlers. Braun Strowman is a powerhouse guy, and he wrestles like a big guy. And then Shane McMahon is what he does. He's an extreme adrenaline junkie so you got these guys in a 20 by 20 ring surrounded by a cage with no weapons just cage that is going to be the biggest letdown and once again uh it's going to probably be like you know both feet had to hit the cage whatever the case may be so shane could probably still leap off some bullshit but the cage match is dumb i'm like if it was the last man standing fine if it was a false count anywhere, fine. Even if they wanted to waste on Hell in a Cell, even though Hell, this this rivalry doesn't even warrant Hell in a Cell, them being enclosed in a steel cage sucks. Nobody asked for this. This rivalry, when it first started, sucked, and it got worse. Worse as it went through the whole thing. So, honestly, Strowman going to win. And if he don't, the, day, the whole Braun Strowman experiment is over. He cannot recover from that. Because I didn't think Braun could... this every year. You <laughs> he know, can't recover from the trash that they do in WrestleMania with him. <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, it's so hard. But I didn't think he was going to recover from the whole Nicholas thing. And he ended up recovering from the Nicholas thing. And then we... Then this is what we get. Okay? This is what we get. So, Prime... Who wins the most? First of all, I want to know your thoughts on a, 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 it being a steel cage match. And second of all, who wins? 
I mean, they just ran out of stuff for Shane to jump on, so steel cage match is stupid because they could just still climb over and get in anyway, but whatever. Um, I just want to know how Shane's going to die. That's all I care about. So I got Braun winning, but uh, I just hope Shane finds a way to die. That's all. But here's the thing, though. There's a whole fucking pirate boat in that stadium. Oh, great. There you go. But it's a cage match. Why do I want to start oh, up to the cage Sorry. match to be like at the beginning, he attacks Braun, he beats him up, he does his big spot early, and then goes into the cage, and then we have a regular match. Why? Uh, Shane's going to be on the top of the cage. You already know he's going to be on the top of the cage. And do a shooting star? He's throwing off the cage like, Ke- like Kevin Owens. Oh, God. Oh, God. So then, so Shane wins in- inadvertently. Oh dang! I didn't think about it like that. Hold <laughs> so 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 Shane wins inadvertently, like Kevin Owens did. Like his feet touch the ground first, which makes Braun look even more stupid. I guess that's just the care that they go. I guess they're just gonna make Braun be stupid, man. I don't know. I don't know what they're, they're trying turning to do. Braun Strowman to the new Big Show. That's a shame. It is. It really is. Who do you have, Q-Flow? I see no reason for Shane to win this. So I'm going I'm to I'm say Braun, but if they got me looking stupid after this, I'm I'm taking my card off that stupid act. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, uh, we got a single special, which should be a good one. Cesaro taking on Seth Rollins. I'm happy Cesaro gets his first singles match at WrestleMania. He deserves it, especially for all the stuff that he's been going through. So I'm glad to see somebody go go up against an opponent like Seth Rollins. Uh, the match should be dope, and they actually have been getting a little story time for it. Unfortunately, Shisuke Nakamura had to suffer through all this shit for them. But we're going against Cesaro and uh, Seth Rollins. So. Who y'all got win this one? I promise I'll with you. I got Cesaro. Same. Seth yeah. doesn't really need the win. He don't. Honestly, I think this, this should build Cesaro up to be the next challenger for Universal Championship. Not saying that he's going to win it, but he got. We, you need to build up baby faces to be the, the next challenger to, to well, try to take one. I will vote to build up Shinsuke first and then Cesaro. Yeah, well, Shinsuke had a chance at the title already, though. I'm talking about this Shinsuke. Nah. Because if you build I up Shinsuke first and then Cesaro, it will kind of more help their dynamic of their friend to me dynamic or whatever they've been trying to do. I guess. I guess it, it all sucked. Uh, I got Cesaro winning this also. Now we've got to go into the two main events. Sasha Banks taking on Bianca Belair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. They're starting to put a little bit more heat into this, but, you know, it has been a crapshoot of it being booked up until then. So, I got to know, what sister is coming out with the win at WrestleMania? Now, I'm kind of conflicted with this, only because... um, 
damn. Just like that, I lost my theory. Oh. Uh, damn, I had a nice little theory. Damn. Oh, I lost it. I'm sorry. All right, whatever. I, I, if I remember it when WrestleMania comes, I'll bring it up. But um, I got Bianca winning. Okay. I got her winning. She she worked hard. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't see why not. You know I mean? She worked hard. She she worked for her title shot. Worked for it. Unlike some folk. Um. Oh, but yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, Parata, how about you? I got Bianca winning, and <laughs> I don't know why I want to say this, but I got Bianca winning, and that's why Mary had a little laugh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, first of all, why did she say that? Because that's 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 the that's the thing now. What does that mean? <laughs> Who said just, that? The, I missed this. Bianca People said that say. last week. She said. I'm gonna show Sasha, Sasha Banks why I'm the best, and that's on Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing now. That's on Mary had a little lamb. That's the thing now, cause, cause I, I don't want to get into it, but there's a it, it yeah, makes it's sense. Like, you gotta teach me why Mary had a little lamb. Well, well, Mary had a little lamb. If you look at it religiously, Mary gave birth to Jesus, who is the lion and the lamb. So basically, you're just it's just a long way of saying on God. Oh, so that's the God. Dumpy fell off the wall. Dumpy had a great fall. <laughs> oh God, is him, <laughs> man. It's just yeah, it's just a long way of saying on God. But um, yeah, I'm gonna start doing that with nursery rhymes, man. Randomly, randomly, right? But that's on uh, Jack and Jill went up the hill. Oh, okay, I, I ain't gonna start. Long as Anthony Magazine. Oh, that's that's why that's why I was conflicted. All right. No, the reason why I was conflicted is because um, I was trying to think like I was, you know, I'm I was debating on which Rumble winner they were going to have winning, winning this. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel I just felt like somebody's Rumble moment is getting wasted. And if I had to pick whose moment is getting wasted, it's probably gonna be Edges. Hmm. Only because, like, I feel like, but see, we gotta get into the other matches, though. But I feel like Edge's moment is gonna get wasted. Mm. I'll, I'll bring it up when we get there. Well, I, I bring it up why. That one. Yeah. Uh, so, so probably who who you got winning this match? I got Bianca winning. That's on Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I got. I definitely go back and, uh, and, and check that one out. I, I I want Bianca to win. I really do. Uh, uh, and have further Sasha. Like, I want the rivalry to actually to continue. To be honest with you, because but because I think this just like the match itself sells itself, but I think the story has been lackluster because they don't know how to book them right at all. And I'm like, the, the, I think the whole thing with Reginald killed it. It, it took away a lot of its momentum that it had and them just keep injecting Reginald into this bullshit was stupid for them to not have no payoff or for not having Reginald with B, uh, with Sasha or the case may be it's dumb so I felt I felt that you could uh, really you know uh, accomplish some beauty here to the point where this could have actually main event the, the night one show but 
I just don't think that the story necessarily is fully there just yet. It's still a lackluster, but the name itself sells itself. Then I'm going to go with Bianca Belair win, win the championship. All right. Let's just get on with this. The WWE Championship, Bobby Lashley with MVP taking on Drew McIntyre. You know I gotta you know we gotta get into this. Don't worry, we will definitely talk about the hurt business after this WrestleMania predictions. Prime, I'm gonna start with you. Does Bobby retain or does Bobby lose to Drew McIntyre? Look, I want Bobby to retain, but how they booking this, I I think they're gonna make Drew McIntyre win so he can get his big moment, which whatever. Uh but I I just really want Bobby to win. I don't know why he can't win. You know, they doing all this extra stuff to make you hate him. But I, I want Bobby to win. How about you, Flo? I, too, want Bobby to win. And if I'm... Now, if I'm going by this stupid little theory that's stuck in my head, I feel like Bobby might win. Only... I don't know. It just don't make sense for two faces to win at the same on the same night, right? Or is that usual? I don't know. I mean, well, Tim- WrestleMania is a over overwhelmingly babyface type show and environment. Yeah, I, I guess. But um, I don't know. I just had a theory like somebody's mom- rumble moment is getting spoiled because both heel. I I don't for some reason I don't think both uh heels are losing their titles. And if I had to pick which heel was to lose their title, it would have been Roman because it's Edge. Mm. So if I go by that little theory, I'm gonna have Bobby winning. I feel like I mean I it's 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 I'm talking about a snowball chance in hell. But yeah. And then they were talking about they want Leo Rush back for the hurt business. Stop. So who knows what the hell can no I'm serious. Yeah no they said they want they said see here's the thing. They said they want Leo Rush back. This is Bobby. Uh, I think Bobby said, or, or MVP, one of them said it. They want Leo Rush back. And then Leo gets on Twitter talking about business is booming. So now I'm just like, are we, is, he, is he coming back? I don't know what's going on. But, you know, it's WrestleMania. Anything could happen, sure, whatever. But I'm going to stick with my little stupid theory because it makes me happy. Because I don't like what's going on. And then so so I'm, I'm going to stay in my happy place and say Bobby wins. Mm. Prime time. Oh, you, you, you already said you wanted Bobby to drink. Okay, here's here, yeah. here, here's the deal. Look, I want we Bobby know to what's win. Happening. Huh? No, I was just saying we know what. See, here's my thing too. Because prom, I heard what you, I remember you you were you were asking like you were saying like because they want they were booking Bobby to be healed, but the fans like him. Mm-hmm. We just went through that with Becky Lynch when she turned to the stone. When she turned to this stone cold Becky, she was supposed to be healed, and the fans were happy for it, and they let it rock. They gave her two belts and all that. So why can't Bobby have the same thing? Because they control the crowd now. See, the the crowd gonna be there though. The thing was okay, but they control the crowd for so long, for over a year, and they're controlling this crowd noise, so they can't really tell. She's like, I I truly don't think that. Vince McMahon thought that people were paying attention during these pandemic shows, okay? Because, but they were. 
Bobby was booked strong ever since MVP lost the United States Championship. And he's been booked great. And to the point where it's just like, yo, it just so happened that it fell this way. We're not getting Brock back this year. We don't have nobody for Drew to face. What 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 can we possibly do? And then when they booked when they booked Bobby to win the championship, he was on fire. And, and he had he he doesn't have a heel story. He has a babyface story, and they didn't want that. But the one but what, what the problem is they don't know how to book a heel faction together. They they, they truly don't know what what makes these guys tick. And I'll get to all that when it comes to the her business stuff. So they had to find a way for you to hate Bobby Lashley in the worst possible way. And they know that people would hate they they think people would hate Bobby if they if he broke up the her business. Remember, he is the one that said the her business is done. But what they're not realizing is people are not stupid anymore. These ain't kids that that care about this shit. When you go up to when you go up there, you look like, oh, wait a minute. It wasn't, you know, they know damn well Bobby in the hurt business, Vince in the hurt business, so they mad at that. So right now, what they're doing is, they have a potential problem on their hands because see, Drew McIntyre, they they, they try to book him extra, what what I call Stone Cold Strong on Monday, having him go into the locker room and and, bu- and he's bullying people to take the fight. And I'm like, you, you, you're looking more like a bully than a straight up, you know, uh, strong baby face. So they, they're they not doing, none of these guys no favors at all. And Bobby Lashley has not lost his, his following. So the a potential is like, if Bobby loses that mania, there's a potential where you got live crowd. Drew has a possibility to get booed. This has happened at WrestleMania before. And you you're people that gotta realize we're dealing with a crowd of people who have not truly been like we have not been out to a lot of live stuff in a while. These fans are gonna be rambunctious, okay? Especially in Florida. These people are gonna be rambunctious, they're gonna be amped <clears throat> about what they seeing. And it's a possibility that Drew could get booed because they want to see Bobby. Or Drew can get the, the reaction. It may not be the reaction that they say they, they, they want because of how strong they booked Bobby Lashley. But within two weeks, they took Bobby Lashley from the almighty, powerful, unstoppable Greek mythology god that cannot be stopped to this punk heel. The chicken shit. To the point where it's like he don't want to deal with McIntyre without help. That ain't how right. he was three weeks ago. So, I, I want... Uh, I, I I want Bobby to win, but I have a feeling that the way he's been booked is definitely going to be Drew. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately, I'm, but you know. unfortunately, but like I said I, I, we'll, we'll, we'll get to in a minute. But all right, guys, that was I my, mean, huh? I, just real quick though, if they want to have because we've been saying this for a month, they won't have Drew to have his big moment. Why can't Bobby have his big moment here and then Drew have his at SummerSlam? I agree with you. I, I I truly agree with you, but for some reason, I don't know why that they feel as though that um this like 
Vince don't know how to act because he's like, all he cares about is real fans. Real fans, real fans. I'm just like, no, but bro, you, you gotta understand something, bro. Uh, these real fans should turn on your plans in a minute. And I'm like, honestly, I will keep you. You could have kept the whole Almighty thing strong, but like I said, I, I'll we'll get to that in detail. We talk about the hurt business. Uh, night two. Let's get on with this one. We have. Uh, let's start off with what 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 bothered you a lot, Prime Riddle taking on Sheamus for the United States Championship. <sighs> So this, as and this is seen, the best match they can put on for us. They can think of because they literally threw this together. Because first of all, Riddle and Sheamus have had good matches, and all of a sudden Riddle loses to Sheamus because Champ's losing, and all of a sudden now we got this matchup because they don't know how to book without having a Champ lose, which they don't need to be losing, in my personal opinion. Did you see Riddle's promo this week on Raw? I seen on all of them, unfortunately. This man said, first of all, I thought he was about to say something racist, but uh, let's not go there. He's like, he's like, you know what they do in Japanese? Uh, 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 I'm sorry, I forgot. And they just walked off. Like, yeah, he forgot. He was, like, he just forgot what he was going to say. And like, hey, I got my scooter, <laughs> and then I got my. Dog. That's why I think he was going to say something racist because he said, you know what they call something in Japan? And then he looked. I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> and then he just like left. Oh yeah, I was like, yeah, that's um, that was dumb. But who who wins the matchup? I say, unfortunately, Riddle wins, and then Goldberg comes out and kills him. Not gonna happen. But I got you. <laughs> you know what? I'm going with Prime's theory. Get out of here! Not happening. Brock retires. He said, "You, I don't go for the U.S. Championship, but since you got it, I want it." <laughs> Yeah, no. that'd be funny. That'd be nah, funny. I, I got Riddle though, just because. See the Riddle or Sheamus, and it's I got Sheamus. Sheamus. Like, I got Sheamus. Sheamus is. I don't the know why. I don't know why, but I have Sheamus. Sheamus is the equivalent of the word moist. Ooh. Wow! Exactly. You know, my wife don't even like, don't like hearing that word. <laughs> exactly. The moist. <laughs> Why is he the equivalent of moist? No, okay. Wait, well, what you say? I said, why is he the he equivalent said, of moist? It's Seamus. That's all you need to know. It's it's Seamus. Oh wow. That's that's, that's literally that's the explanation. It's Seamus. Uh huh. Oh. Uh. Oh, okay. Excuse uh, me. Uh, uh, so, yeah. Uh, who do you got winning, Q Flow? I got, I got Sheamus winning. I don't like Riddle. I don't like either of these two to be at a one-on-one match at Mania. Well, we let's go on with uh, Kevin Owens taking on Sami Zayn with Logan Paul. This is supposed to be the final chapter in their <laughs> in their final rivalry, chapter. and I'm like, okay, how many times we have seen that shit? Uh, but however, I think it should be a good a good match if they if they allow like 20 minutes to go out there and do their thing. So, what what do you think? Uh, I got there's no reason for Sami Zayn to win this. I would like to see Sami Sami Zayn's documentary, but uh, I have Kevin Owens winning this. 
See, there is no reason for Sammy to win it, but because Logan Paul's there, who just won a boxing match, I can see him winning. Well, we don't know what side Logan Paul is on, though. Wait, 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 was it Logan Paul or Jake Paul in the night that Nate Rouser? I don't know. I know one of them fighting Mayweather. That's all I. Know. I don't know. I don't right. know a difference. I don't. I don't. I don't remember now. Yeah, but I said I think I think that was his brother Jake Paul that locked out Nate Robinson. I think Logan Logan's probably going up against Floyd. No, Jake Paul for Nate Robinson. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So his brother. So yeah. Logan is the one going up against Floyd, and they didn't mention it. Really? You think that'd be the first thing they mention? That would be the first thing I mentioned. Yeah. Right. That would be, be the first thing I mentioned. That's stupid. They could. They should have mentioned that, dude. Mm-hmm. Well, well, yeah, but still, the fact that he's there, I feel like he's going to interfere. Mm. Okay. So I got, yeah, I got, I got Sammy Zane winning. My oh, oh, you think he's going? You think he's going to interfere this year? And then go to the Hall of Fame next year? That's how WWE do it. Oh, oh yeah, you know, know what? How they do it. That's how they go do it. Logan Paul, yeah, you do Hall of Fame Stop it! Stop it! Uh. Let's just go power through these. Uh, we got a Big E taking on Apollo Crews in a Nigerian drum fight. For this the, the one. This the one right here. Match of the night. This for the one. For the Intercontinental Championship, which basically he said it's going to be no rules. It's going to be nothing. And you, you see the bones break. It's going to be sound of a drum. I'm like, okay. So basically it's a no disqualification match. Fine. But... <laughs> Vince is going to do his thing. He's going to be like, we need to put Nigerian instruments and stuff out there that really be in Africa for them to fight with. I'm like, just let them have a regular match. We don't need all these props and stuff, but I do think this has the potential of being a good matchup, and I am picking Apollo Crews to win. Oh, yeah. Apollo Crews to win the Intercontinental Championship, and then... uh. Big E will be better on the chase, but we I'd rather get Big E in the Roman Reigns storyline. So but, Yeah, after uh after Paul Heyman put him over like that, I'm surprised he, they didn't. Yeah, because we had to be room for old age. But uh <laughs> Oh that's oh so so we're gonna act like Edge just top living now. No, no, we, 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 he he not lunch meat yet, but uh I I I'll I'll get to it. But I got Apollo winning, so it is so just cute. How about you, Brian? I have Big E winning. Really? Yes, I'm still not feeling it just yet. You not feel it? Why? Okay, what is it about a part that you're not feeling this yet? It just it's it don't make sense. How does it not make sense? How do you how do you fake being African for years just because you're healed? You mean to tell me when you go back face, you gonna be like, oh, I was faking my Nigerian accent? We gotta. Ex WWE champion who says otherwise. Who? Kofi? Mm hmm. Kofi faked his accent. And then out of nowhere, they said, Hey, then you have an accent. And then that was it. He was faking Jamaican accent. Apollo is faking a Nigerian accent now, saying, Yeah, I was faking being an American for. This whole time, so he just gonna have it from now on. Even when he's healed, uh, when he's I a mean, face now, 
If he does, sure, why not? I'm saying, how long? How long can he keep this accent up? Because it's changing every week. I mean, yeah, it, it's getting. It is getting. I will say this: it is getting more animated compared to when he first did. It, it is getting. It is getting more animated. I mean, it it could be a way to be entertaining. We don't necessarily know that, yet, but it, it could be a way to be entertaining. I'm not feeling it just yet. I was a biggie. Oh, if, if Big E do win, then it's Apollo characters like dead in the water because like he just he can't keep losing. I mean, we'll see. I mean, Apollo got to do something. He might win. I, I I say he might win. It's just I don't know. I guess I've never been big on Apollo, uh-huh. and I guess I just don't be feeling Apollo like that. Oof. Well, like I said I, I've been feeling Apollo since NXT, so I got I got Apollo Crews uh, winning Intercontinental Championship here. And so does Q Flow. Uh, we're going to go on to Oscar taking on Rhea Ripley for the Raw Women's Championship. Q Flow, why don't we start with you? It's going to take a minute. Rhea Ripley going to win. She going to win. I just don't like how this how this came about, but it is what it is. She going to win. Um. Asuka, I don't know. She needs a break. Asuka needs to take a break and come back with a new with a new attitude, or you know, just just refreshed or whatever. Because for you to be Raw Women's Champion, and I damn near ain't see you until now. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. So she's got. She's been champ this whole time, by the way. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so she just need to she need to chill out. You know what I mean, take a take a break. We'll see when you come back. All right. Does does Charlotte get at it Monday? After they fire her husband, her fiance, she better. I'd be surprised if she don't. They didn't fire him. He asked to leave. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, he got, he got he got the he got the release of the freedom papers. Uh, Prime, who you got, Rhea Ripley or Oscar? I got Rhea winning. Uh, give give a fresh breath of life to the women's division. Well, the woman division. Well, I don't know. I just know. First of all, do you know who's the who's the the most notable, the most prominent person? Do you know who gets the most TV time in the women's division? I want. I want to say. Uh, Nia Jax. Big no, original. No. Oh, oh my God! He gets the most screen time in all the women's division, which makes no you sense. You know, it kind of reminds me like when James Ellsworth was just in there. I'm like, oh my God, I forgot to get rid of James Ellsworth. But James Ellsworth was only with Carmella. Reginald was with the Bianca thing at first, and then he moved over to Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. So they really like, don't know what they want true. to do with, with, with Reginald. Then I'm like, if you want to just leave Carmella and do all this, I'm like, he should just want either one with Sasha or stay with Carmella. Yeah, but I, I, I got Rhea Ripley winning. Uh, also, have Rhea and Bianca both stand tall with the belts. Uh, also, do you think they do a Eddie uh, Eddie Guerrero what he did by himself at WrestleMania 20? No. So you don't think he celebrated with him by himself? By by them, they don't celebrate by themselves. Mm, okay, you know what? You right. 
They could. I mean, they both, you know, NXT stand tall. We both came from NXT. And we both made our main roster debuts this year. We kind of stand tall like many. I think they they could, but they might not. Hmm. I mean, you, you, that's right. I mean, it's a, it's a possibility. Who's but, the last? Who's the last person to do it since Eddie Guerrero did it by himself? Uh God, I don't remember a lot of confetti WrestleMania moments ever since after since Eddie. So, I mean, other than Daniel Bryan, he's by himself. Yeah. So was Eddie. I can't remember. I I mean, it'd be it'd be cool if Rhea and Bianca could hold it up and all the confetti come down, but that would be dope if they were the main events. And since 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 Sasha's uh, Sasha Bianca's night one, even if they are the main event, Rhea didn't go yet to win her championship, and Rhea that match is going to be literally like like the, like the second or third match. That's, that's, that's not going to touch so, nowhere near. So you don't think they're going to have both of them on the same night? No, it's not because Rhea's on night two and Sasha's on night okay. one. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I I I still got Rhea uh, winning here. Okay. Here, here's my issue. We got the Fiend taking on Randy Orton. It has not been announced. What? It's just a regular singles match. Who the hell? You know they're gonna make it a house. The whatever they did last year. Why did they just make this? Why did they say it now? Because you know they they got like a day. They, you know they really only do like they make matches on the Saturday of. Because right now, if there's a Five Five Funhouse match, you can build up to that. Because right now, nobody wants to see Bray Wyatt. I said Bray Wyatt take on Randy Orton in a singles match because we seen what happens to that at WrestleMania. The championship match, boring. House of Horrors match, boring. Uh, them f- f- uh, fight on SmackDown, boring. Them on the Survivor Series team, boring. Like Ray- Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt don't have no good enough chemistry. So when it comes to the Fiend, the only good match that they had was at TLC where it was that Inferno match. That was the only good match that they ever that they had, and it, it it was kind of put together with chop cuts and stuff like that. And I I really think that with this rivalry, you need to have a. I would love a five five funhouse matchup, but once again, there's people there, and I don't think Vince wants to go with the cinematic matches because there are people there. And if they were going to do a cinematic matchup, they can't just say it's on Monday, and have Randy Orton and the Fiend try to record something before Saturday. That's a, that's a, or, or Sunday. That's a, that's a lot of shit to do, especially uh, when when you ain't been prepared for it. You got all this other stuff going on. So, uh, if it's a regular matchup, the Fiend wins. Well, I mean, the Fiend gonna win regardless. And it's just that I don't want to see a regular one on one. I don't want to see a squash match. I don't want to see a regular one on one match. It needs to be a fire five five. It needs to be something. He is up a, he's getting the John Cena treatment. <sighs> Please don't. What if they do an Alexis Playhouse match? And do do like a what what Playhouse match? Alexis Playhouse match. I mean, that'll be cool, but it needs to be some kind of gimmick to this matchup. The story has been too good, and I said this: the story has been too good for it to be a regular matchup, especially with with two guys who have uh, no chemistry together, and it just, their matches are boring. I ain't trying to I see mean, Randy Orton tries to super, superplex the Fiend. Off the top rope and go for a cover for, for like a exhausted kick out. I don't want that's the fiend. I ain't trying. To, I'm trying to see supernatural shit. But since well, they, huh? I'm just gonna say that I think they kind of should have waited to have their little burn you up match at Mania. That would have been like a good send off in the feud. I I agree but, with you. 
I agree that you could set off the fiend that way had the Inferno matchup at but once again, even that the Inferno matchup they had was edited so it, it looked the way it did. Because remember, you can't burn the fiend live with a lot of people there because you gotta move him out and then put the dummy in there and burn him up. Yeah, you can cut off the lights. We we we've all Come on, well, you, you're outside. And you you you've been out in that stadium. You're outside. When you cut off the lights, it's not really that dark. You can see it. You you can you can still see, even when they cut off the lights in the Wells Fargo Center up here when Ontario came out, you can still see. It's before people turn on their uh, camera lights. The people at home well, can't I see. Know. I don't know how they're gonna do it there. Well, it needs to be something just, other than singles match. But who, I'm who, just saying. The way that they ended, the, the the type of cinematic match it was or whatever, would have been good. I mean, we're most likely getting a cinematic match this year with them, anyway. And if not, we're just getting a normal match. And I'm skipping. It. Q Flow, who do you got winning? Um, oh, well, we talking. All right, I don't see, I don't see Randy. We we uh, uh, the thing. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I like I said, the thing. I don't see. I don't see. I don't see how Randy gets out of this, especially if they John again. It, they're going to John Cena this, and it's going to be entertaining. I don't know why we have an attitude about it. Honestly, it's going to be entertaining, but. I mean, um, I have an attitude because right now they haven't announced what kind of like matches. I don't want to see a regular one on one match with Orton and the Fiend. Oh yeah, well yeah, they'll probably they'll probably announce it Monday. Mm. Well, main event time, guys. Triple Threat: Roman Reigns taking on Edge, taking on Daniel Bryan for the Universal Championship. Daniel Bryan has literally booked him booked his way into this matchup, so. How do you feel uh, this match is going to go? Because now it is a possibility that Reigns could lose without even losing the belt. And a lot of people were saying that, hey, it could be Edge, it could be Daniel Bryan, like whatever the case may be. So what do you guys think? Uh, Prime, start with you. I mean, I think Roman should win just for him to look dominant so that whoever beats him they look more dominant. But um if not, look, I would just I don't know. It's, it's so many ways they can go with this. You know, Dane Bryant has done the same exact thing before. Mm. Like the, the the Royal Rumble winner won the match. Then they had their match Dane Bryant got inserted into the match. Mm. Uh so I don't know. Daniel Bryan going to win again because he just had a Daniel great. Daniel Bryan is here to take the pin so that either Edge or Roman Reigns don't look weak. <laughs> well, yeah, that is a scenario. That is a scenario. But I'm just saying, any one of these people could win. Even though that's why you do a triple threat match, it was like this one is more believable. Like WrestleMania 30, don't nobody was going to believe that Batista. Or Randy was gonna win the championship. This one is more like anybody that anybody in this match could legit win. Win the title, yeah. Yeah. I I would just say for the story of life, edge. For the story of life, I would say edge. 
Mm. I don't see you? two people getting a. I don't see how many people going to get their WrestleMania. Mo- Whatever, man. I got Roman. I Roman don't. Man. I don't. I don't know if it's a WrestleMania. I just think this is a good life moment. Like this man retired, came back, and won. And won look, the they all look, look, look. Because somebody, somebody pointed it out, right? They all went through some life, some serious life thing. Two, mm-hmm. you got and two guys with, yeah, yeah two, one guy with, with cancer, or another guys with injuries, and now they here at WrestleMania to win. Okay, cool. I don't see the big do- God. I don't I'm know. just saying, just, like, either way, Daniel Bryan is here to take that pin, so neither guy looks weak. That's all I'm. That that's that's it. Okay. Uh, I I got actually I got Edge winning here. It'll be it'll be good it'll be a good excuse because first of all, I mean, if Roman wins here, it's like all right, well, nobody can beat Roman. Who do they build up to go get? Um, oh no, no, that's Hollywood. We have two WrestleMania's to wait for that one. But uh, right now, like he can, he can lose the title. Edge can win it, and that way we can, you can now work up to an Edge and Daniel Bryan matchup, and then you can work up against an Edge and Roman uh, singles matchup, which they wouldn't do in the first place. Where Roman can just uh, win the belt back, and then you can, uh, you know, build off of that. So right now, yeah, I, I'm gonna go off yeah. the limb and say Edge wins here. I just, I just honestly want Edge win just for the personal story of like redemption. Yeah, I mean it'll be a good story. I mean he's he's going he's going almost here now, but it'll be a good story. But guys, that was our predictions for WrestleMania. If the car is subject to change, you know, uh, we'll do our best to keep up with it. But right now, it's best to have our predictions up now. Especially when we have WrestleMania on a Saturday and Sunday this year. So it's going to be kind of hard to get them out to you guys. So, uh, once again, we guys are going to move on for the predictions here. And uh, we're going to go into our first thing today because Raw. What? Pit, huh? Oh, oh, okay. Wrong, wrong thing. My bad. Keep going. <laughs> no, I mean, it, 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 it's cool if you want to. Uh... Oh, stop. I forgot to mention about the. The Andre Giant on SmackDown and how literally they have all the jobbers in here from Akira Tozawa, Angel Garza, Cedric, Drew, uh, Gulak, Elias, Eric, Grandma Lee, Humberto Calito, a uh, Carrillo, Jackson Riker, Jay Uso, Kalisto, King Corbin, Lince Dorado, Mace, Murphy, Mustafa Ali, Ricochet, Shell Benjamin, Shisuke Nakamura, Slapjack T Bar, and Tucker. Where has Tucker been? Good point, Cater. All right, so on Monday, I did not do a Raw review. And to be honest with you, I'm kind of like primetime in this regard that it's been hard to do Raw reviews, okay? Because the the show sucks so bad. And it's, it's painful. But this past Monday, they did something that literally a lot of people... Even on social media, even not inside the company, was just not uh, fond with. And that was they uh, broke up one of the best, if not the best part of Monday Night Raw during the whole COVID era. And that was the, the stable to her business. Now, y'all know mm-hmm. I came on here every week. I'm a big fan of her business, of all the things and everything they accomplished. And yes, it's okay to like a group because they're black guys. And I'm like, yeah, I want to. 
uh, acknowledge my black excellence, stuff like that. I'm not trying to turn this into a race thing, but it's true. Representation matters. And I'm saying it ain't got to be no hood rap group. It ain't got to be no rap group. And it ain't got to be no angry militant heels neither. They were just about the business. And that's what got it over. And these four guys did tremendous work. And this thing was even on online. People say this could this could be the next evolution. Because they had literally everybody, Bobby and Shelton and MVP are the older guys. They're all in their 40s, mid-40s. Cedric is the younger guy. And I'm like, you could really have the, uh, you know, because it, it, the whole evolution uh, set up, especially with Bobby won the championship, MVP is the past, Bobby's the present, and then you can have and then Cedric be the future, you know. And show anchor in there somewhere, and everything was going good. And they had, they was really putting it behind behind them because they had all the belts. Literally on Raw, they had all the belts for the majority of a, about eight nine months. Because after Bobby switched from the United States Championship to the WWE Championship, they still had the WWE Championship and then the Tag Team Championships. And then all of a sudden, you know, they tease the, the, the dissension, and all of a sudden, they uh, killed it. Just like that. Everything they worked for, and people didn't like it. And I'm talking about, it was a lot, um, there was people out there that was put on social media about how they did not feel, like they, they did not like how they just got rid of the Hurt Business like that. And, uh, but TC even came out and said, yeah, you want to know what's stupid? It's kind of getting rid of the Hurt Business. And a lot of people may say, look, it's not really that big of a deal, but you, y'all got to understand something, that this was something that was adored by a lot of people. But they killed it before it got a chance to get started because this shows that WWE has lost its way of how to book a good story. Let me ask you, when Triple H was the champion, he didn't turn on, what made Triple H turn on evolution is when Randy got too big for his britches because Randy was the future and he said, I'm the present and I'm not ready for my time to be up yet. And they kicked Randy Orton out. But evolution was still a thing. And evolution lasted from, what was it? The end of t- 2003 to 2005? I believe. So, it said that Vince McMahon was the one to split the group. It was made solely by him. Bobby Lashley put a tweet out, <clears throat> or on was on Instagram, I believe it was, that, that said, sometimes you have to fight for the things that are important to you. When I made my return to to at WWE I told myself I will be WWE champion one day and I'm willing to fight for it nothing in life is certain and sometimes you can't control the outcome of things but there were a couple things I could control I could control the work I put in and and the attitude I had while doing it my attitude has always been positive and my drive has always been second to none this night is easily one of the greatest nights of my life I fucking did it I can't even put into words what this title means to me. 
I, I'm still numb yet filled with so much emotion right now. I have so many people I want to thank personally and for all of you who believed in me. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Hard work and persistence does pay off, but I'm not done yet. I was born for this. I'm a warrior and I'm ready to stand and fight and uh, fight any and everyone who wants to come after this title. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get back to the grind so I can get uh, so I can make this title run legendary. I am hashtag the Hurt Business. I am your new W Champion. Now he posted that with the prayer hands and black fists and everything like that. And then it it comes out to says that uh, MVP and Bobby Lashley uh, were very vocal uh, about the disagreement about the split of Hurt Business because that doesn't do any good for anybody. Because once again, it just it just throws Shelton and Cedric back to nothing to do. Like, because they, they had nothing to do before, and you, you got them on TV, but it gives them nothing more to do. And Vince Man was right. set in his choice, and uh, he was even more a- adamant about the split. And I felt as though, like, now, once again, even though Vince don't like tag teams or whatever the case may be, what is the purpose they booked this man so well. Everybody got on, on their side, and he is so wanting to make this heel and face thing work at WrestleMania that he destroys something good. And he doesn't understand how people relate to this shit. I think that's the that's the the reason. I mean, it is the reason because they, they want you. I'm saying he wants us to hate Bobby. Because he and the storyline broke up the hurt business, but who are we all really mad at here? It's WWE. Yes, we are mad at WWE. But saying, so, in, in other words, we are misdirecting our anger. It's, it's not getting good heat. We're misdirecting the where Vince probably thinks that we're all mad at Bobby, like he's now a heel, and now he can finally be a heel. And then on top of all that shit. I was pissed when this happened on Monday, but on top of all that shit, at the end of Raw, to put more salt on the wound, they had Barry uh, Corbin. Hey, I felt like Vince did that with a maniacal look on his face. He had like, to. This is this Be- is this gonna definitely make them hate Bobby now because they, he kicks out Shelton and Cedric, and then all of a sudden to help take out McIntyre. Which, once again, two weeks ago, Bobby didn't need no help from nobody. And he takes them out. And Corbin, King Corbin, comes in to help him out. I literally threw the remote. Because it was stupid. It was completely stupid. For what reason? This does nothing for nobody. That's why I said... They don't want to have time to say on Bobby because why would you build a chicken shit heel at Mania? The man got a new entrance. He got the almighty. This man was treated like a god. Literally a god. And to the point where, and then the story of the breakup don't even make no sense neither because the Hurt Business knew that Bobby could take care of himself. So they never came out there and helped him. But all of a sudden, now they want to beat up Sheamus. He gets mad enough for intervening, but yet gets mad at them for not taking out McIntyre. How does this make sense? It's lazy writing. <clears throat> it's lazy fucking writing. 
I mean, it's WWE book writing. You're right about that, but you can't book something good and say we'll give them credit for it, and when they book something bad, like, well, you know, it's WWE. Because they got the potential. They know what they want to do. But I swear, when it comes to the stuff that they got going on right now, because see, now, it's like, so now, Bobby losing the, 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 uh, the title, right? What now? It didn't help nobody. So Bobby losing the title. This is going to be a Vince thing. I'm, I'm telling you, this is going to be a Vince thing where the next week they're just going to be like, I'm sorry, dog. The title got the best of me. Oh, you good. Oh, you back in the group. It's going to be one of those stupid things. To it where probably, it's like, it, it, you know, it's a possibility it could be, it could be a stupid thing. But once again, you didn't need to book it that way. They, they was literally on fire. I People was buying the shit. The herpes stuff was going up. I'm like, everybody was Bro, getting on. we got a whole song called The Hurt Business, and MVP is on the remix. Who made the That's song? That's how lit it was. West Side Gun. Oh, my God. Is West Side Gun, uh, is him and Smoke Dizza and somebody else, and then they got MVP on the remix, and he actually killed it. His verse wasn't bad. Once again, the popularity was growing because it wasn't. We we finally had a group of black men that wasn't angry like the nation was. Right. That, you know that it wasn't. Hold on, wasn't angry like the nation was. Wasn't no no offense, shucking and jiving like New Day in earlier times. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like it was a legit tag team, clean cut suits, show you how to dress real quick. Show you how to kick some ass real quick. It, it, it was all about business. And it was like, that was that was what the build of the Hurt Business was about. And I was like, this this competition to go a long way. The, the New Day, and look, as much as I like I said, I cheer, I cheer for my people. The New Day had been together for what? Was it 2014, 20, seven years. In that seven years, Big E got, got, got a singles run going on now. Kofi had the WWE Championship. They're 11 or 12 times tag team champions they have multiple memorable moments everybody is a hall of famer on that squad and once again the new day got over because they got to do their shit all right because this is like okay and they sold major merchandise and that's what kept them together and i'm like so why wouldn't you want the same thing why wouldn't you want the same thing? You could have easily. It worked got... for the Undisputed Era. I don't see why it couldn't work for them. Seriously, and Undisputed Era has been together for four years. Also, I'm I'm not saying that Herbis had to, had to go run and be the forever group. Stables are made. They do the, they go off for their run, and then uh, they um, you know break up. That's what happens. Because first of all, like I said, the, the, three of these guys are in their mid forties. And honestly, I eventually I'm like, you build this group up so Cedric can become a bigger star out of this because he's the younger guy, and then you can do another follow up hurt business 2.0 and have Cedric lead it. That's how you pass the torch on. Because how did that work? Let's let's take back to Evolution, and then when Randy when when Evolution helped elev- elevate Randy York, what, what happened? We had Legacy. Y'all remember Legacy? I remember Legacy. So. Randy Orton, all that came from we're gonna build him up, and then he ended up having his own stable. That's how it's supposed to work. 
and they didn't. And it just pisses me off that they didn't even give this a chance to breed. They, they it killed it truly before it got started. And I'm like, why would you do that to one of the the best parts of the of the whole pandemic show? Nobody like you told me yourself, Q Flow, that you didn't even like watching the crowdless shows. And then MVP comes back and does something magnificent, which this is the same shit he did in Impact, but it, it, it was underrated then. And he comes back and they build they built this group and they bring Shelton on TV and he's been he he's been signed back for what four years now, and nobody has seen him. And Cedric was literally treading water because he was doing losing nothing. Every, yeah, losing every week. Doing nothing. And they finally gave these guys something to do. And now look, they're at WrestleMania and look what they're doing. Battle Royal for Andre Giant. And nobody gives a shit about it anymore. That shit should have right. died when it got started when, 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 when Hogan did it in the first place. And then so when Bobby loses, once again, it's nothing. Everything went to shit. Y- y'all got th- these guys that's floating around doing nothing because Drew McIntyre gets his belt back, and y'all making Bobby look like the look like the chicken shit. Why? This man took down Braun by himself. No need no help. But see, the problem is the hurt business knows that. But then they made him look stupid by coming out and helping Shane. We talk about some yo, we do all this together. Like no. That's not how y'all conduct business in the past. So why all of a sudden we doing this new shit now? I'm I'm going to pass the mic over to you, Q Flow, to be able to, uh, you know, give your grievances mm-hmm. on, on on the reason why. Because I because I, I, I'm sorry, I, I don't know I'm taking the mic too long. But go ahead. Oh no no no, you good you good. Um, you pretty much you pretty much uh hit the nail on the head too. Um, is this is definitely the result of lazy writing? This is what happens when you, you know, it's an experiment that went right and you you wasn't ready for it and you should have been prepared for it. Like, I don't understand how y'all don't have a plan like, all right, this is what we're going to do if it works. This is what we're going to do if it don't work. Like, y'all, y'all write for the night. Y'all don't write for the future. And that's stupid. You know what I'm saying? Um, There was no reason to break this team up. Like, like as quickly as y'all did. Like this team, they, has it even been a year? It's, it has not uh, been. I can't. I don't think. No, I don't think it's been a full a full year. No, yeah, yeah, they haven't even had a full circle. Like they ain't even have. They ain't even traveled the sun. Like they. Mm, excuse me. They didn't. They didn't even see a year yet. You know what I'm saying? We got. We got. Uh, these random stables that've seen longer than that. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like y'all cleared out. They cleared out retribution. Bobby destroyed two people at a main event. At, 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 what what, what pay per view was that? Fastlane. No, yeah. Elimination oh, got... Chamber. When he had the handicap match. Oh no! Is it the triple threat match? You talk when he lost the United States Championship. No, I'm talking about when he beat up the Miz and. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ! What is his name? John Morrison. Oh, I thought that was on an episode of Raw. Okay. Well, still, yeah, he destroyed. Oh, yeah, no, 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 you were right. You were right when he lost the, yeah, when he lost the U.S. title. Uh-huh. That was Riddle, Riddle and uh, whoever. 
Morrison. Yeah, man. he looked, but, yeah, but he still looked powerful, beating them up. Came back, destroyed your your your, your world champion, and then got the title. Like he does, you don't do that. It does, that he did all that in two nights. You don't do that in two nights and then go to WrestleMania looking like this. I'm saying this is, this is ridiculous. It's stupid. Um, you know, and again, and again, it's just like, you know, y'all know me, man. Not, you know, I'll, I'll take it there. Like, why can't our black teams, why can't we have a serious black team go far? You know, we, we seen Undisputed Era carry all the belts. We seen how that worked. It was amazing. Why couldn't we have, why couldn't we have one? You know what I'm saying? Um, even if it was, I mean, obviously it's not a race issue, but still, like, it's just like y'all, they, they were at least, Undisputed Era was at least able to last more than a year before their, their fallout. Why couldn't, you know what I'm saying? Why couldn't the Hurt Business do that? Y'all didn't even give them a chance. Like, we now, we're just now about to have a crowd. Y'all didn't even give them a chance to work in front of a crowd. Exactly. That's, it's bullshit, man. It's bullshit. It's, it is what it is. Um, but that's it, though, man. I'm, 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 I'm keeping calm because it's late and the missus is sleeping. I ain't trying to yell. So typical. That's it. Typical WWE fashion. I'm telling y'all. Next week after WrestleMania, they're gonna be like, "All right, so we good? Yeah, we good. It's gonna be that stupid." I and mean, what he's going to his he gonna get his rematch and win on the the Raw after Mania. No, not the rematch. I'm talking about for them like this. They join back together. It's gonna be something stupid like that. So, yeah. like, so, so we good now? Yeah, we good, Bobby. I'm sorry. All right, cool, cool. And then they gonna be back together. It's like they not even gonna explain nothing. But let me ask you, part because like I said, I I know this is what you expect from WWE. I know you're not surprised by it, but do don't you feel something when they do something good, and then they they like ruin it? I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm just numb to it. It's like, cause it's like they. I feel like they do it all the time. They do some good. They get you all riled up, get you all hyped, and then the moment you're like, "All right, good," it's just taken away, or it's just something, something stupid happens. I feel like it's that all the time. It happens a lot of times in wrestling. I know, but it's like you know, if they did something like that, even in AEW or New Japan, where when you have something good and it's just like you just. You ruin it. I can understand when things are not working out. Like retribution, they they try with their group, and it just wasn't. So retribution working. is different. Retribution yeah. was never good, though. It, it never was. And I'm they, saying, they and, booked this team to be the best stable on the whole on all the shows, and then just just because they want Bobby to be the bad guy, we're gonna break this. Oh, we're gonna break this whole team up because we don't know how to get people to hate them because everybody don't like them now. So it's like I'm saying, but they they, there are there are stuff. so many heels that's out there. I hate that they always gotta pick the chicken shit heel. Or I mean, the Miz is true to true true chicken shit heel, but they always gotta they always gotta pick somebody who you know it seems like I can't take out Drew by myself, which he clearly I, did. I think they messed up because it's like. His championship run, he was a face. I don't care what they want to say. They built this man up that whole that whole week for the whole two weeks getting championship. He was a straight up face. Everybody was cheering for him and everything when he won. But now all of a sudden, I'm supposed to hate him. And he just like had like a great 
face win as champion. Yeah. Exactly. So, it, 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 you know. it, it, it don't make sense. And you know, Q, I'm going to go back to what you said. I understand when you say it's probably not about race, something like that, because, you know, I, I, this is be real. We don't like to hear people keep coming at us because we keep bringing race into it. But you know what? I Everything you said is 100% right. You, you get frustrated at the time because we found yeah. we get something that is meaningful. Representation matters, people. All right. I don't care who you are out there. Because when you have, look, we know wrestling overall at the end of the day is a white man's game. That's the way it is. It's always been that way. But as the times have grown, when we get to see a representation of black folks or Native Americans or Asian Americans or Hispanic Americans get the group. And a lot a lot of shit, especially back in the day, is stereotype. A lot of shit back in the day was just, was just wrong, you know. But when we get something that is actually like my blackness does not define this group, you know, or or my race doesn't define this group. It's great to look at something like that and be cool. These guys, it was something different. These guys are sharp. I said the first thing they should have did when Bobby won the championship was they should have cut a, 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 a segment or a vignette of all of them on like a cruise boat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? With, with the champagne celebrating that they got all the belts and to the point where, you know, like, first of all, y- y'all can rent a yacht, a little small one, a little cheap one, and they can go out there on the Florida Bay. It doesn't matter because it's fucking Florida. And then you can just sit there and have them drive around in the daylight, all of them wearing white suits, just sitting there celebrating the fact that they have won all the championships. They didn't even celebrate the fact that Bobby, all they did was just walk in and then Bobby said, nobody's ever taking this away from me. You could have did all that on a cruise ship. It shows that business is booming. It shows that, hey, this is what the business plan was, and we are all dripping in gold right now. We about the money. Everybody want to come see us. All right, we ain't got. We don't chase after nobody. They want to come see us. And you could have did little things that you 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 could have did little things backstage where MVP is is running everything. Where such as like, hey, the new day don't just come up here and get a title shot from us. They got to earn this. You could, and I'm like, y'all just take the, the, the titles off of them, and they got nothing to do for Mania, nothing. And I'm like, oh. it. That's what bothers me to the point where it's like me, little old me, some regular grown man podcaster who just loves wrestling is sitting there just booking an intriguing storyline who has never worked actually in the wrestling business. It's not that hard. Nope. It's not that hard when you give a shit. It's not that hard. When you want to back something, it's not that hard. It's truly not that hard, and you can take everything away away from this group. You're going to cause more of a backlash. Like they've done this before to the point where it's just like, oh my god, it's not that hard. Y'all just want to do what y'all want to do. And he's like, look, I, cause I, I'm pretty much sure Vince, you know, this was probably not originally supposed to be the plan. It probably was. They probably was thinking Brock was going to come back, and he didn't. They probably figure out, well, there's no way we can get Drew and Roman to do a rematch from Survivor Series. Okay, 
Uh, well, we can't do Drew and Orton because everybody's fucking tired of that. So what do we do? Okay. Well, oh shit! It just so happens that we we booked Lash like a fucking monster. Look, uh, let's go in there. So then it happens like, oh shit! He he's really over because what's going on on social media? What's going on in the world? What's everybody wearing these her business shirts now? Oh snap! He's really getting over. We can't have that happen in front of a real crowd. We got to get him to hate him. And it, it, it is frustrating. To the point I was like, yo, fuck Raw. I didn't, I, I didn't review it. And I was like, oh, man, I'll probably review to go home. But I didn't review it because it, it pissed me off that much. And I'm like, so, something that had the potential to be so great. Because now it's just like, I, I every time I looked at them, I see an evolution. And I, now I, I just see that I look at them as wasted potential. Even, 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 if, even if they get back, it's kind of like this. Prime just said, well, you know, they could probably all forgive each other and get back as a group. But, but you, you know what that does? That's the fiend after Goldberg beat him. It's gone. I mean, yeah, it's like Braun after like every year at WrestleMania. It's like they yep. build this man up every year. Yeah. And then close that time, they just say, nah. Nah, no. The mystique is gone. The fiend was a awesome character, awesome revamp for Bray Wyatt. And they killed it. Goldberg beat him at at a Super Showdown early last year, and all of a sudden, first of all, with a spear and a suplex. By the way, it wasn't even a jackhammer, a spear and a suplex. And you know I'm a Goldberg fan, but that was just the dumbest move to make. You had yeah. the Fiend beat Goldberg, and then that would have really put some legitimacy to him. And what happened? The Fiend never got back to where the Fiend was. That's why they had to burn him and and, and recreate something new. Because you killed it. The Hurt Business, the, the, the Cedric, Sheldon, Bobby, and MVP group will never be will never happen again. They got to get new people now. You got to mm-hmm. do it. You, you got to restart it. You got to, if they come back, if Bobby loses, MVP got to get more people in business. It got to be like Hurt Business 2.0. You may have to get like Ricochet and Keith Lee. <clears throat> but the Sheldon... And, and get a woman like uh, Naomi. Exactly, I, I agree with you. And get a woman up there. The her business two point could be good, but the, the whole thing with Shelton and Cedric is over. You can't recapture that again. You ruined it. All right, guys. Uh, let's just get to, the, to to one more thing before we get out out of here. Um, breaking fucking news. You know, uh, just came to me. Uh. Y'all watch Broken Skull Sessions, don't y'all? Yeah, but I have. I've seen the one with the last one I seen was the one with Orton. The Orton one was was pretty good. Yeah, I I, I catch the highlights. It, it it was pretty good actually. Orton is, is becoming more and more every day. Um. Uh. Actually, people have been uh putting comments down on on the YouTube segments. To, for us to start reviewing the Broken Skull Sessions. Would that be something that y'all be interested in? Yeah. Yeah, I, eventually. I'm going to watch the Jericho one, so it's got to be good. What I'm saying, like... Okay, well, the well, one I'll was be good. honest. The one be honest. Good. The one with Drew McIntyre was a little bit too long for my liking. That's Wait, all I'm saying. The ones I liked was Randy Orton, Mark Henry, Undertaker. The ones I, I was like, like 
the one I did like too much, I was oh, Sasha wasn't bad. Uh, Bret Hart, I was like, bro, are you just angry or what? Like Bret Hart was just talking about, so he's dangerous to work with. He, I'm like, okay, fine. Uh, see. I haven't even seen. I, I didn't even know it was that many. I thought it was just Undertaker and like. <laughs> All right, well, hey, I gotta watch it either. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, the, the one with the one, the, the, the one with Bret Hart was like uh, Goldberg was pretty good. The one with Goldberg was on there was pretty. Oh, good. Oh yeah, there, there. I knew there was one more. I uh, did like Goldberg. He, he had one with Kane was on there. The one with Kurt Angle was. I was like, uh, and this is Kurt Angle. Yeah, I, I'm a huge Kurt Angle mark, but I was like, I thought it could be a little better, but that, that's just me. Uh, like I said, I, I like when he talks to the people like who, who just retired or somebody who's who's been in the game long enough that they can go ahead and talk or who's somebody who's just like really white hot right now. But the reason why we bring up this whole broken skull thing is because Chris Jericho is going to appear on the broken skull session with Stone Cold, and people may be thinking, "So I'm like, no, no y'all are saying something." Jericho is. Is going to be part of Broken Skull. He's AEW. Le Champion. He's AEW, and this is the first time. This is going to be on April 11th. This is going to uh, <coughs> come on WrestleMania Night Two. It's going to be after WrestleMania mm-hmm. Night Two. And I think isn't this isn't this when the A and E documentary start? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure because they got the A and E documentaries about. Stone Cold, Booker T, Shawn Michaels, The Macho Man, and uh, a couple other people that uh, Bret Hart and stuff. But um, that that is I did not see this coming. First off, and it it looks like it has opened the door between WWE and AEW. I don't think it opened the door for say, but it, I think it it could some some things could happen. That's I mean, big, you gotta admit, there's a possibility about it somewhere because I don't. I don't want to get. I don't want to get too like optimistic about that. Yeah, it's again, not it, nothing I mean, to get. Just, yeah, it's just a, there, like like yeah. this is this is definitely like a don't take it that serious type of move. Like, like because this because yeah because I don't want like like we're it's not like we're getting the invasion out of this, you know? No, nah, Triple it's H just, said. We'll be happy to work with people that benefits us, which I can understand. But yeah, like, working with AEW will take... definitely benefit them. But you know, they're not gonna. They yeah, still ain't gonna do it. But no, nah, they're not gonna do that. Like I, I, I just say like, like yeah, this is dope though. This is a nice little, you know, nice little crossover. But it's just like, you know, don't don't think this is gonna be a whole thing out of it. That's that's my perspective. I got a this question. Ninja man. Turtles on this is Ninja Turtles on Power Rangers. Like yeah, they, they ain't gonna now. be here all day. Oh it's a quick little crossover is what I'm saying. This is just a quick because little that, crossover. That version of the turtles suck. That's what well, I, yeah, I was about to well, say I, I know the ver- I'm, I know the show. I'm just saying this is a crossover. <laughs> this is a, you could have used a better is, crossover man. This <laughs> is a cross well, look, this is this is a cross this is this is Leon on the five heartbeats, but he's just, he's David Ruffin. Like this is just a little crossover. Ain't nothing happening. Like, <laughs> well, that's what you got a question. Then? You said you had a question. Does does Stone Cold be like? So what you been up to? Jack was gonna say, oh, I just been chilling. Ain't doing much. Like, how you no, think? I, I think Stone Cold will bring it up. 
you know, uh, well, not bring it up like, so how's AEW treating you? But he's just gonna be like, hey, you know, we see you work at AEW. It's Stone Cold. But, what they, what? but I'm, I'm saying though, do you think they just gloss over? Do you think they go into deep? They like, have a whole no. like with it being segment? Stone Cold. I think Stone Cold goes into it. He's not like Mick Foley. Mick Foley be you know reserved. I, I'm saying like remember, remember back when Mick Foley used to have his podcast. I'm like, mm. uh, yeah, but I'm saying like he's a little champion. I mean like. He's gonna have to say. So you think he? So you don't think he's gonna say the champion? Yo, it's 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 Stone Cold and Chris Jericho. Like, if there's anybody I expect to bring up AEW in a tense situation, it's either Stone Cold or Chris Jericho. Like, like <laughs> I look. I seriously, truly see um, Stone Cold. They're going to bring up AEW because it's, 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 first of all, he is one of the biggest AEW stars there is. He helped start the company. So you already. I think know. that's the, I think that's what they lead in with, honestly. Yeah, and, and they're going to talk about it. They're, they're going to talk about the things AEW has done with stuff. It's, it's going to be an AEW talk. That's why, first of all, that's this is content to help make people watch Peacock because it's it's something they ain't that, got nothing else to watch on that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I'm just saying. So this is a thing to help people get get tuned into Peacock. Like, wait a minute. He's actually going to uh, interview Chris Jericho, and he's going. Stokoe's going to do the thing that you know he do best. So I'm like, okay, I can I can see that happening. So sure, like why not? And Jericho's going to come there. He's going to talk about the, the AEW stuff, try it from the good and the bad, and they're going you know basically going to talk about that, which is going to a little bit open the door. He's going he's going to probably talk about why he left, you know, why he he wanted to go back to Turner and why he wanted to go and help. Cody and them start up AEW and how he was a champion at one of the first ones and how he still wrestled at his age. You know what I'm saying? So like uh especially after we just seen him uh you know in the inner circle just destroy, you know, uh MJF and and, and, and the pinnacle. I got another question. Yeah. How do you think it would have been received if he was Cody? Who I say the same thing. Just take it as a grain of salt. This ain't no crossover. No, no. I'm just saying like same. Jer- Jericho's more. Not, I want to say Jericho's more humble, but Jericho has more stuff to talk about than just being AEW. But Cody, you know, like, yeah, I do AEW. I, I'm like the Triple H over there, and uh, <laughs> like yeah, I, I mean, it, I, I, I can see them. I, I can see because Jericho has a history with both companies. I mean, so does Cody too, but you know. People look at Cody as like the John Cena of AEW right now. No, he's the Triple H of AEW. Okay, well there you go. So I say so. He, me, me and my wife is in every segment. We got the best entrance. I run the show and I'm on the show. I, yeah, I work with the best people when they come in. You know, what I'm saying I beat everybody. I beat this dude one time with a figure four and I pinned him from from a figure four. Oh my god. Exactly. So there I'm is. To be there, Cody, but we'll get in there later. I'm about to say yeah, there, there's a possibility we do that, but I, Jericho does have a, a a wider range of things to uh, obviously talk about, and Stone Cold will uh will bring or address those. That's why people are going to tune in because they they want to see what Jericho and Stone Cold are going to have to talk about. Talk. I like it, but it's also it is one it is it is good, but it's also one sided. So I want to know: Are they going to do anything, or did they just link Jericho? Like, this this gets all eyes on the network and on Peacock. But I'm saying, like, 
AEW literally gets nothing from us. They don't get no exposure. Pretty barely. Like Jericho ain't gonna say, make sure you watch us on Wednesdays on, on TNT. He ain't gonna say that. If he if he do, you gonna be pissed. <laughs> but if- I'm saying like AEW kinda gets nothing ish in return. Like, you know, basically they're on here to promote like they're gonna get Hey guys, what's going on? Uh, so what happened was the podcast got cut off. We we are recording a new way through like visuals and stuff like that. And then when we cut the podcast off, it chopped off about ten minutes of our podcast. So we I do apologize for that right now. I wanted to say that so we didn't. Uh, it wasn't that much stuff left to talk about when it comes to Chris Jericho and uh, Stone Cold podcast stuff like that. I mean. We was just discussing to see if there was going to be anything of like a Jericho contract expiring with AEW and what does that mean? But I, I doubt. I think he's going to probably resign with, with that anyway. But that's the end of the podcast. So I want to say that uh, it's just me, Mister Andy, closing out here. WrestleMania week is this week, so make sure you stay tuned for the channel. Subscribe to Nerd Coalition Studios for all things WrestleMania because it's going to be a huge week with Raw, the Hall of Fame, uh, two nights of NXT, two nights of WrestleMania, the SmackDown edition of wrestlemania so all check out all that great stuff i plan on reviewing all of it and every day at 3 p.m est yes not to be able est but eastern standard time it's going to be a wrestlemania classic review we're bringing back the classic pay-per-view reviews and i'm going to review them with all the nerd coalition and some special wrestling youtube guests so make sure you guys stay tuned for all that random wrestlemanias that's going out there from from uh, Sunday to Sunday, so seven days of WrestleMania reviews. I'll pick out the, the seven that I like, and if you guys want more, you also subscribe or tell that just you want to see more uh, of what we do. So yeah, see too far there. Make sure you guys check us out on all uh, spacesphilly.com. Check out the production cover. Check out. Make sure you check out uh, the Lulu and Pop Plus One, Lulu and Pop Horror Show, both sides in the Market Dark Show. Check out the Nerd Coalition's content on there as well, such as the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast, Nerd Gas with Talk Podcast, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture, and Beyond, Drunk Thoughts Over Tongue Balls Downs Podcast. Make sure you guys check out uh, Prime Nostalgia Podcast every single Friday, along with Prime Conversations, and check out my main man Q Flow's War Drum, and of course all the other. Music he got anywhere you guys find your music, you can find Q underscore flow. And make sure you guys check out check out our website, the real where you guys can get all your merch and also Teespring slash the real nerd coalition. So, once again, this is NCN Place to Be, Children of Sandy, not DI Sanders for Prime Time, and the man, the myth, the rev, uh, the man, the myth, the revolutionary Q flow, flow, the rookie. And once again, Q flow, wherever you're at, take us out, bro. <laughs> to your ears welcome to the show we don't need any gimmicks you already know so sit back relax and hit the like button go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming swag on trivia and prompts top five either way it's fun and you're hearing it live join with your host mr a and e yeah you know it's the place to be a sense Imagine your new bathroom. 
a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. 